The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Buddies, it's the Ron Fez Show live. Who will be the first caller this year to the Ron Fez Show 2013? It's the teens. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Oh, it's cold out there today. It's cold out there every day. Fed do a little ground on today. Icy. It is. It's icy. Uh, I noticed a big part of the city seems to have been taking the rest of the week off, and that was smart angle. That yeah. was smart thinking. That's just three days each for the last two weeks. So people are on a two-week just fucking out of here. The trains were empty this morning. It's a smart move. It's a move that we never think of. <coughs> we never think of being bright and going, wait. <laughs> How do you fucking turn fucking shit into Shinola here? We just you take that shit, though. Yeah, we just take the shit. That's Whatever. us. That's cool. It's a short week. Whatever. Um, Short porch. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Wines Day already. Oh, boy. Was I pounding <laughs> wine for the last week and a half. Christmas I'm, I'm wine? I'm fresh off a fucking <laughs> off a 12-day bender. I feel crazy. Yeah, I... <laughs> the only thing I heard from Chris Stanley... <laughs> Was midnight on fucking New Year's Eve where he wrote, let's fucking murder it in 2013. 
all right, I was doing a lot of Molly and alcohol Where? and everything else. <laughs> How was the Molly high? Oh, it was great. It's just like old school. So I'm like, I'm rolling. I'm having a good time. That's nice. <laughs> Feeling good. That's New nice. Year. Good. I'm glad to see you're maturing. <laughs> um, I was worried that this was going to be the immature time for you. Mm-mm. Nope. Got together. Uh, Hicks, you're on a bunch today. You got to give out a bunch of prizes. A lot of winners. From winners, and we'll be getting to that. Football winners, just overall oh. winners. Yeah, just, just lucky winners. Everybody's going to be a lucky fucking winner. Uh, we got to catch up on the iBang. Uh, so much stuff went out there over. There's so much news, so much happening. I don't want to... I'm going to pull him in. He's not talking yet, but I'm just going to say... It's 2013. Say hello, Fez. Happy New Year, everybody. And he says, Happy New Year, everybody. Oh, that's nice. That's nice because that's a... Non Christian holiday, so people can just say it. It's kind you don't of, have to say happy date time to not offend. It's kind of like anti Jewish, though, since they have that whole like other. That is true. And anti Chinese. We should say happy Christian New Year. <laughs> happy round eye Christian New Year, everybody. We got this fucking 2013 calendar. Because I'm hoping that the stupid political correctness gets so annoying that it chokes us all. Uh,. I got a happy holidays right here from the fabulous Stengel brothers. They're in the bathtub together. Looks like they're drinking wine's day. All right. Hell yeah. And they smartly say happy holidays. Good. I don't want to be offended. From uh, Eric and Justin Stengel, the the geniuses, the genius comedy writers. and you know they're funny because look, they're there in a bathtub together, in a bubble bath. You know, <laughs> two dudes in the bathtub. You know it doesn't stay like that. <laughs> but send this back to them and say, "I want to get a Merry Christmas." Right. I don't go for the Happy Holidays. All right. Straight Merry Christmas, and then I like all the I like the Christ part of that capitalized. You don't like the X? I'm trying to take the mass out of Christmas because, you know, it's so long, and if you haven't gone there, and you know, made sure that you've taken care of your sins. You don't get a communion like everybody else. And it's very embarrassing to sit where other people go up and get communion. On this on the times I am in a church, I always get it no matter what. I like those That's wafers. a mortal fucking <laughs> sin, my friend. And I know I'm like the last fucking vested that, that says you can't go up there with a dirty soul. Yeah. I'm the last generation of that, but I'll never fucking I'll never give in on that one. Haven't been to confession in like twenty years or something. <sighs> I lied then to the priest that I would do the rosemary. Okay, another uh, rosemary. Right. Rosaries. Rosaries, right? That's it. <laughs> it's either a Hail Mary or a rosary. There's no such thing as the rosemary. Close enough. All right. So much stuff to get to today. Um, let's go over here to Josh. Josh in New Jersey. You're on the run of Fest show. Guys, thanks for taking my call. It's my uh, job. I just want to wish you guys have a great year. Fez, I hope everything works out for you. And Hicks, how much liquor do you have left? It's 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 fuck it's low. I went hard. Josh, always remember this. You're the first yes. caller of the year. Thank you. It's BAT thirty ninety nine. All right, that's going old school too. Hoo hoo hoo! And know this: no one can ever take that away from you. You will always be the first caller of twenty thirteen. He's a teen baby. I know. Now we get to call it the teens, the rocking teens. Finally, for the first time in twelve years, we can name our fucking decade with a teen. With the teen kids. Teenage fan club is what I like to call it, if we can get away with that. 
<laughs> you know, I remember when I was young, back in Teenage Fan Club, oh. um, we used to have Apple iPhones. Oh, well, it's the future now. It's bullshit. Do you remember the Teenage Fan Club years when we used to have Instagram? <laughs> it's fucking great. That's stupid. We have holograms now. <laughs> Everything's a hologram. I'm going to see Elvis later. Uh, let's see. Who do we lose over the break? Uh, oh. Storm and Norman uh, Schwarzkopf, uh, Charles Durning, and Jack Klobman all will not be checking in today. We will take back their big-ass cards, and they will be burned in a ceremony, and then the ashes thrown to the wind. At least caught some Klugman Twilight Zones over the New Year's and sci-fi. What the hell is everybody watching Twilight Zone all the time? Everybody I talked to, they're like, did you see Twilight Zone? Like, yeah, a million years ago. They always play the same episodes, though. I mean, there was—I was like, there wasn't that many episodes. I had a good run, right? They're bringing it back. They're getting it ready for CBS. A whole new run of Twilight Zone. You're kidding me. No, they're doing it. Never gonna last. Nobody can fucking think of anything themselves. Why couldn't you come up with a new scary show, but not call it Twilight Zone? Because they all fail. Any, any any show that has like a different story every week, they all fail miserably. So will Twilight Zone? Yeah, this is this will get canceled. Original run, 156 episodes. Oh, did you see that Twilight Zone last night? I swear to God, I heard it everywhere. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cookbook. You hear that shit? <laughs> I, I fucking, they were having, they were eating us. It's bullshit, Fuck dude. Bunk. <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, so I'm wondering if we can have 30-something-year-old Fez Wapley back or 48-year-old Todd Hillier. It is an interesting thing of which one came back. Oh. I got an update from Polo who said, for your eyes only. <laughs> Did you got one as well? Yeah, it wasn't he just for your eyes. He sent it to your four eye. fucking people. He said that everybody but Fez? No, I didn't get a for your <laughs> eyes only. He gave us a dissertation of what is exactly wrong with you. And the, the problem is, how could a fucking retard like Polo nailed it? Yep, I was I was kind of blown away by his this wonderful email he sent. <laughs> and yet everybody forward your eyes only. Well, no, he said he went out of his way to say it's not for everybody, but I guess that just means for you. <laughs> for your eyes only. Oh, Paul, miss you. Well, he tells you why in that thing. He tells you exactly how he's being played. Uh, Dennis, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, guys, I love you. I'm glad you're back. Happy New Year. Um, hey, Ronnie, in the past couple of years, you've turned me on to a number of awesome shows, okay. uh, especially Life on Mars. Uh, have you seen Sherlock, the BBC version? I have not, but I, I know there's a CBS version or something, no, too. I haven't don't, seen don't that. watch Elementary. It's six, six episodes in two seasons. They're about an hour and a half each. Sherlock is fucking amazing. You're going to love it. I swear to God. So it's off the BBC? <clears throat> yeah. If you have uh, Amazon Prime membership, mm-hmm. their Netflix-type service that you get free with Amazon Prime, they're, they're offering it free to watch through them. It's not on Netflix. Uh, the, the DVDs are about 20 bucks an episode. Uh, or not an episode, uh, a season. Right. But it's, it's brilliant. You're going to love it. I swear to God. All right, Dennis, I'm going to take your word for this. I appreciate it. Yep. It's Sherlock on the BBC. 
on the BBC, yeah, 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 BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Three. Anyway, Mike Myers. Uh, John, Myrtle Beach, you're on the Run of Face show. Hey, Mr. B, how you doing today? I am calling the motherfucking gang in, in 2013. Fez, Centaur, it's an honor. I was calling awesome. to tell you guys about a special treat that I had over the Christmas holidays. Uh, and I recently lost about 40 pounds, so this was kind of a big deal for me. Uh, but a best friend of mine uh, from, from high school football, his little sister moved to Chicago. Chi-town. And uh, I've been hearing you guys talk about him on the radio, so I asked her if she'd ever been to Molly's, and, and she went, and she got me a Ronnie B. Cupcake, and... Uh, Man, that thing was awesome. I am glad to hear it, my friend. And congratulations on the 40. How did you drop? Uh, carbs and sugar, man. You just got to cut out anything with high fructose corn syrup in it. That's everything. Everyone knows how to lose weight, and these people don't. Look, know. I fucking love bread, and I love sugar. It's delicious. And you love booze, and you love Molly. <laughs> you just fucking love anything that's bad. You love cigarettes. Oh, God damn, yeah, cigarettes are great. You love anything that's bad for you. Yeah. No one's ever addicted to anything that's good for them. <laughs> Fuck no. Well, I guess some people get addicted to like exercise, and, but that fucks them up. Like they get start getting unhealthy because they're just killing themselves exercising. You never hear people going like this, man. Oh, God, I got to find some celery. Seriously, I just got to find some fucking celery. So good. I just took some dick for some celery. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. They could have just got uh, it from the garbage. we we'll also got to go over the second annual Christmas wall and uh, pick our favorites. It's going to be nice. Everybody gets a chance to vote. There's so many great ones up there. Oh, my God. I love them. We got some little kids with the deer head. Yeah. Well, you already gave them something, too. They got, yeah, they got a piece. I like the little kids standing on their head. <laughs> because that is the truth. Like, you try to plan, like, a family picture. Well, that's better than a regular family picture. I don't know. Like everybody looking up and looking like one of those Protestant houses, you know, where they have the nice picture of the whole family. Too normal. Got the PJ party. And the voting on that ends Friday at 11 a.m. Oh. Uh, someone wrote into us, how come Fez didn't bring up when he took up the no talking for a week challenge based on the Twilight Zone episode? <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. I forgot about that. Man, that, that got was... her all fired. Yeah, that that fucking that was like a two day fucking swing or a day and a half. Yeah, we were just getting drunk and going on like at midnight or some shit. It was awesome. I think it was like during like the BCS championship or some shit. Earl is always resentful whenever I talk to him because he'd always like to get back in the radio, and he's going, "Why did it happen to me when all I was doing was protecting Fez? How come Fez never brought up anything?" And I go, "Well, read for your eyes only. Read for your eyes." For your eyes only. Earl, are, you, are you on the mailing list for your, for your eyes only? For your <laughs> eyes only. For your fucking 16 eyes only. <laughs> I think it's a zine, actually, this fucking thing. <laughs> I really want to fucking start a zine. I'm trying so hard to start a zine. Oh, they're great. I want to do it on punk rock and like great punk rock. You know, local stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like cool, like you know, illustrations and shit. This yeah, in the front, but boys done do. punk rocky. You know, like we cut out fucking letters. Oh hell yeah! You know, it looks like someone's been kidnapped. But no, it's just our zine. Mm -mm. Do some local shows. I really in 2013. I don't normally make uh, one of those. What do you call those things when you make it new? Resolution. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, but I want to pu publish zines okay. and rage against machines. 
Anyway, that's it. That's all I want to do this year. I will tell you this. My, my year may be jinxed, and I'm not fucking making it up. What? I See, one year, a friend of mine uh, was in an accident, and his dad brought him into my uh, house when we were kids. They're like, come over. Oh, we're all gonna, there's going to be a party at Ron's house. But he was injured, and you know his dad had to bring him over to the house because he was on crutches and stuff. And uh, my mom blamed me all year that people died because I had an undertaker in on New Year's Eve. His dad was an undertaker. So he goes, you know, we lost this person, this person, all because we had an undertaker in on New Year's oh, Eve. come on. This year, New Year's Eve. Now, of course, everybody knows about Times Square. Train wreck. But there's a thing that New Yorkers go to on New Year's Eve, and that's Central Park. There's a huge Molly rave up there. I mean, thousands and thousands of people. Oh yeah. Huge setup in the in the thing, and then like ten thousand people run at the same time. So at exactly twelve o'clock, everybody runs. They shoot off fireworks. There's like twenty five minutes of fireworks. That's awesome party. And there's just thousands and thousands and thousands of people all around uh, all around Central Park. But they're New Yorkers. They're not the people that you see on TV waving shit. They're doing the fucking countdown, and I'm in this massive fucking crowd. Nice. At exactly 12 o'clock, everybody's like, Happy New Year. I hear, Ron, Ron. At exactly 12 o'clock, okay. AJ Dynamite grabs me in the middle of this crowd, and he's yelling to me why everyone is saying Happy New Year and kissing. Chris never writes back to oh, me. Bullshit. I never hear from Chris. And I go, you will hear from him Wednesday. I've called AJ. I leave voicemails. I know for a fact you have it. Because you told me that you're cock-blocking AJ. <laughs> How did he find you in that crowd? Do you have his keyboard with him? No, but he told me that he had been... He said that he was out there getting things done. Okay. And that he was paying kids... $50 a piece to hand out leaflets. Jesus, that's good money. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I go, where are they then, AJ? <laughs> He's got a show coming up? He can go in the zine. He really wants to get back on this show. So I just feel like I'm going to have the weirdest fucking New Year's ever. That's bizarre. That's fucking nuts. Does that guy ever leave the park? I mean, there's other places you can play. Last time I was in the park, I fucking ran into him. We go Union I mean, it's Square. a giant park. Yeah. Fucking guy. Um, here's uh, Daniel in Kentucky. You're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, where you at, Mike? Hey, uh, Fezzy. Yes. What, uh, whatever happened with uh, you and Paulo in Florida? What went down, man? Everything went south? What happened? Well, I, I can talk about that in a little bit. What do you mean in a little bit? Well, it wasn't the best of uh, times, that's for sure. I'm glad you didn't take the gaycation and go out and meet gay people. Let me guess, still a virgin? Still a virgin, yes. Could have gone to Key West. I could have done anything. Let me plan your next vacation for you. Just give me that checkbook. I'll fucking ball this shit out. Why bother? <laughs> All you gotta do is go back and read for your eyes only. Okay. Nothing is going to change. Oh, fuck, man, that shit was deep. Polo fucking... For your eyes only. Why don't you just make one guess of what Polo says your problem is? 
uh, that apparently that I, I would guess that I'm not doing enough, that I'm not getting out there enough. No, that's not it. It's a deeper psychological problem than that. Very, you know, I'm sure anybody who really wanted to sit down and figure it out could. Oh. Too bad you're not on the zine list. Mm -mm. Nope, this is exclusive, dude. It's exclusive, and it's about you. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a good email to get on fucking New Year's Day. He get he laid it to us straight. Yeah. Up on the iBank today too. The fives are uh, New Year's Eve live albums and New Year's Eve movies. Also, the forty-two Times Square pictures, fantastic. And what I love up on the iBank today, the 10 most popular stories about hot girls from last year. And by stories, we mean just crazy pictures. Oh, yeah. Sexy ladies. So sexy. Uh, here's Hutch. Hutch, you're on the Run of Fed show. Ronnie B., it's a pleasure to talk to you guys this morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Well, 17-0 and 0 in the Eliminator pool. Just wanted to know what uh, how, how things shook out there. Well... Of course, the ESPN has a setup on the eliminator pool where there's a tiebreaker. You went 17-0, and 0, which is phenomenal to me. I just can't even imagine it. Pretty sick. But how many people pulled that off? 16 uh, people in all pulled wow. off. Wow. Perfect, perfect picks. Perfect picks throughout the entire season. That is, I, I, don't, I can't believe that can be done. Yeah, it was done. It's fucking really nuts. Now, what is the tiebreaker? Tiebreaker goes... By first tiebreaker, obviously, is if you've made every pick right. After that, it's by margin, like of the games you picked, the score differential of how big they, the Jeez. guys won over. And then if it goes past that, it's who made their picks first over the course of the day. Of, of, who of put the in week. their entry first? Exactly, yeah, on ESPN. Oh, you mean that like that morning? Yeah, or if they put it, you know, wherever, Tuesday or whatever the hell it was. But yeah, that's how it all broke down. So, yeah, 16 people had technically perfect picks. All right, so we'll be making that announcement a little later on today with the winners, okay? Yeah, it, makes, it looks like I won't be the winner then. Well, I mean, first of all, I just yeah. think it's phenomenal that you pulled it off. You should be feeling super excited about that. How many thousands of people were in it? 3,600 people. 3,600 people, and 16 went undefeated. Most people went out in the first week... Uh, and within the first three weeks, we're down to like 10 or 15% <laughs> yeah. of the people who started. I was out week three. Yeah, I can't, I think it was the Patriots that fucked me. Uh, oh, God damn it. Yeah, I think I was out on that too. Uh, Eric, you're on the run of fest show. Yeah, I know exactly what the psychological problem that Paul has identified is. The problem is that Todd is a gay hating homophobe. Well, he I obviously was until you became uh, gay. You, right. You were anti-gay. I was anti-gay. I was anti-gay marriage for a very, very long time until I realized what was going on in my own head. And then you changed your beliefs based on what your penis wanted. Right. Now, unfortunately for you, the reason why most people aren't pro-gay marriage in this country is most people aren't gay. If they went by the Fez Todd way of being, whatever you are, that's what you vote for. Hmm. Okay. They're actually following his uh, lead. Now, I know that you returned to church 
on Christmas Eve. Uh, you said that your your uh, sister was doing a eulogy for your dad. Uh-huh. Did Christ center your soul again? Where were you reborn? Uh, no, not reborn. Uh, no uh, new Christ in my heart. And I did not return to church on Christmas Eve when I found out exactly what was going on there. What I thought was a eulogy for my father, I found out from another relative, was a speech that the pastor of the church that I grew up in wanted my sister to do was something entirely different. My sister, uh, this was over 10 years ago, I guess uh, sinned in the eyes of the church. What happened was, while she was still married, she had an affair with another member of the church. She ended up leaving her husband and children. Uh, the, that member of the church left, wow. left his wife and children. Whoa. Yes, it was quite the church scandal. And then uh, they ended up getting together. That was my sister's second marriage. Um, I've never really talked about this, but in 2007, my sister was diagnosed with leukemia. So we've been dealing with that as a family ever since. And she had a bone marrow transplant a year later uh, when the leukemia returned after she had been in remission. And so she's had several complications from the bone marrow transplant. What the pastor wanted this little mini-sermon to be was my sister to go up in front of the entire church, confess her sins, her adulterous sins, and then explain that that was the reason why she got cancer. That she was being punished by this loving, forgiving God in the Bible for committing adultery and leading, you know, leaving her family, having this guy leave his family. So this was really a scarlet letter speech, basically, that uh, the pastor wanted her to do. When I found out about this from another relative, I said, I want, I told my sister, I went to my sister in front of the entire family and said, I don't want any part of this and I don't want you having any part of this. Call that man up and say, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't need to do this. And I yelled in front of, uh, in front of everyone, I go, do you think I would get up at that pulpit and apologize to God for being gay. A lot of heads turned in the family at that point. And I, so I just said, I'm not going to be part of this whatsoever. She said, I don't know what happened, but according to her, she went and did the speech anyway. She said she just made it about her, our father. And that she rewrote it last minute and took all that sin confessing out. But this was, this was the church that people wanted me to return to. This is what people, this was the loving church finding Christ that I was supposed to find on Christmas Eve when I find out this hideous, hideous thing that this man of God wanted my sister to do. Um, all right, let me try to even comprehend the whole story. Okay. Uh... Your sister never was supposed to talk about your dad at all? No. No. Okay. Who told you that she was going to? She did. Okay. So she lied to you? She said, remember when I told you they asked her to speak at Christmas Eve? 
And yeah. she said, this is what she told me. She said, I will only do this if I can make it about my father. Right. So then... What so did, I just took it as it's going to be a nice... Right. I'm just trying to get the facts down. Sure. All right, so what she was going to speak about is she's had what? Leukemia. Okay, and she got that because... Uh, she committed adultery. How many uh, syllables are that? How many what? Syllables. Uh, adultery. Popery? I have either left one out or added too many. I'm not sure at this point. There's a cherry in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, all right, so, uh, so I can comprehend it. Uh, she is married, has an affair. Yes. Uh, because of that, God gives her leukemia. Right. Which I always knew that's where it came from. And it's a breakthrough. Who all was going to be there that night? Who all was going to hear say this story? Were her kids going to be there? No, no. No, her kids weren't going to be there. Was your mom going to be there? No, my mom doesn't go to Christmas Eve service since my father died. Who was going to hear her say this? That's why she asked me. I was going to be the only one there from the family for moral support. So you don't know what she said to this day. I still See, have no idea. I she, bet she said it. I, I, I bet she said it. I think she did, too. This is fucked up, Fez. Who, who'd she have the affair with? Um, another member of the church. Let me just get this. I don't think that's the only one either. Well, that I don't know for certain as I'm well. I'm pretty certain eyewitness. <laughs> And to make it all the more scandalous at the church, when the affair happened, my sister was teaching the nursery school there. And had affairs with some of them? Oh no, not with the children. Because that would have been really scandalous. But it Straight was, pedophilia. No, it was with the is father. Is it when it's a woman? Well, it is a child. Still. <laughs> it's welcomed. Yes, it's still pedophilia. Well, it's definitely accepted. I mean, totally, like, who cares? Good for that's, that kid. That's not adult cherry. Adultery. I got. What were you saying? The father. Oh, the fa uh, the the guy she had the affair with, the member of the church, was also the father of one of her nursery school students. If that adds to the scandal. For a a guy who uh, had a tough time outing himself, you have no problem out on outing family members. Well, now this is all out there. Not to everyone. Just the church. That's, this was, I believe, spoken about uh, from the pulpit. Yeah, but you got to understand that the pulpit isn't done in two different countries, coast to coast, the way your outing is. <laughs> she really wrote that? She's that deep into the church? Oh, she's very deep into the church and has always believed what the pastor told her. Yeah. Like well, she, after like, the like, fact, not before. Because <laughs> she committed what, Fez? Adultery. <laughs> that's not how that's pronounced. All right, so um, that is, um, that's one um, wacky story. You so should... she really thinks that's where her disease came from. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And I, I have heard her say before, just on a regular Sunday. I have, on a, if I talk to her on a Saturday, I got to get up early. I got to make sure I'm in church so God doesn't give me cancer again. <laughs> oh, 
mean to laugh, but Jesus Christ, it's a crazy thing to say. Uh, hey, it's Randy. It's a sick thing to say. Randy, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I just want to let you know that uh, what Fez was talking about, adultery, is actually a combination of adultery and perjury. They actually copied oh, somebody else. Oh, okay. Makes sense. So, like, if you had sex with a bailiff. <laughs> Well, you're, it's actually copying somebody else's affair. So if you had sex with somebody else in the church previously, you're copying someone else's affair. Oh, good. okay. You get kicked out of college for that. Um, Wayne, Wayne, you're on the Run and Fez show. Happy birthday, Roddy B. Because I thought it was somewhere, by the way. Out a, your family Wednesday. It's out your family Wednesday. It's a very strange thing to do, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> now, Fez, what did she commit? Adultery. Now, isn't that having an affair with a bow and arrow? <laughs> That's archery. Oh, now, archery, you wouldn't be fucking the bow and arrow. But in your, wor in, in your world, um, archery actually rhymes with adultery. It's very fucking uh, interesting. Uh, Radio Shark is going by the name Steve here. What's that, Happy Steve? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, does she know that you that you get mad when she says this kind of stuff? Does oh she... yeah, yeah. I made it very clear to her that this is just wrong. <laughs> and if this God is real, I don't think He works that way. You don't know. You don't go to church. There's no way I wouldn't have been able to go there to find out just what she was rambling about. And I never, by the way, would have corrected anyone of my family though after they did it. And then I would have said, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> why don't you just go and stand in the back? And maybe even heckle if she actually went through with it. You know why he didn't support. Read. It's all coming back to this goddamn fucking email that it's went right out there, to 50 on the ground fucking zero. people. There was no way Fez was going to do that or the gay shit or any of it. It's a way of not doing all the things. God damn it. Why wouldn't you just went there and yelled stuff out like bullshit? Have none of have none of you people heard of Western medicine? <laughs> Man, you sound like uh like a little house on the prairie church you grew up in. Yeah. Like even the Catholics aren't so crazy to think that you're gonna get whacked with a disease. Is there faith healing in your church? No, just faith sickening. <laughs> Where they all sit around and pray for someone to get ill. So your your sister wouldn't mind you telling that story on the air? No. No. My sisters always ask, have you ever brought up my leukemia and stuff like that? And I've always told her, no, that just seemed like something for her. But now that she doesn't mind talking about it in public. Now that it's out there. We should start and follow her around like she's beaver. Wow. So, she made her amends by what? Not did she go back with her first husband? No, I mean no. They're they're friends, but they never got back together. But it seems like if you were a believer, you would have had to get back together. Yeah, that's the way to make it right. Yeah. In the church. Because eyes. you're not allowed to get divorced. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. If you really wanted to get back and back on a healthy way, get it back together again. That's what you got to tell her. They can't just be friends with Bennies, you know? Well, what you got to do, Fez, is get people to do stupid stuff. 
That would be that would be that would give you some kind of control. But you just sit there behind your big walrus mustache and just feel like you're above everything. <laughs> what fucking what president had that mustache? Uh, Taff had one of these. This is a Grover Cleveland one if you okay. had sideburns. All right. Well, what are we waiting for? Do it. And by the way, no clip in the bottom. It's got to be just done straight down as far as you can go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's all curled into my mouth, <laughs> and, and it's by starting the, to twist by the on way, the ends. This is the same advice I was giving him. Instead of trying to straighten people out, let them be as stupid as fucking possible. Oh, this is some Grover Cleveland shit for real. Look at that. Oh. Here's uh, Brian. Brian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Fez, I'm curious, does your sister have any opinions on whether God is punishing you with heart disease? Um, you know, it seems like she's, she's got this thing kind of I mapped bet. out. Does she think maybe oh. that... I bet she thinks you have a homo heart. I never thought of that because she's never brought it up. That she's always chalked up to heredity. Mm-hmm. But, bad eating. Yeah, but the whole family's uh, centers... And if she was gonna, she was lied the to men. you and wrote this thing up. She definitely thinks that, right? Yeah, that's hundred percent. I mean, if you're right and she's taking on guys two, three at a time, damn. Then you know, because God isn't going to give you a leukemia for being with one person. He's going to give you a leukemia for pulling a train <laughs> over and over again. I think there might be pictures of Fez's sisters up on um, popular stories about hot girls. Or most popular snack. That was nice. Which I noticed in the comments, a lot of people blame on us getting rid of because of Fez. Because mm. he kept saying there was nothing for gays. Yeah, no, no dick. Read us down the, the 10 hot girls. All right, 10 hot... And I'll, I'll pick out which I would think is the best. All right, the ten of the 10 hot girl stories, number 10. Yeah. Sarah Jean Underwood. That was very hot. Then I remember that. She, uh, she was on like Attack of the Show. And uh, she has like she had a bunch of uh, basically Playboy pics and stuff. She was like a, she's like a nude model. She's very attractive. She is very attractive. Very very attractive. That's Sarah Jean Underwood coming in at number ten. And then number nine is Gretzky's daughter with her crazy Instagram feed and horish pictures. She's the Fez's <laughs> sister of the Gretzky family. Now there's a the thing. How come she doesn't have fucking leukemia? She should just have. Yeah, every you would think disease. anyone who had an affair what, but would did, start dropping. Did from you ever blood. say that to her? Like, you ever notice that Warren Beatty's dick never fell off? <laughs> nope, that thing works. I never fine. put it that specifically. Why not? Well, I didn't think of it, but. I told her God doesn't give leukemia. But how would you... She's not going to fucking believe. Instead of yelling that out, right? You have to help people get to their logic. Okay? So if you told me that and I said to you, then how come Kim Kardashian doesn't have leukemia? How come... You know what I mean? Like, just give that the thing and let them explain it. But when you come back with that thing, you're just going to have two walls against each other. You would know that if you read over... What is exactly going on right now in the For Your Eyes Only? I didn't get that email. It's a good email. Well, you know what it's about. It's about you. Well, I know it's about me, but I don't know what he's specifically saying about me. You do know. You've got to know. Um, So uh, let's go over here to Bob in Texas. Bob, you're on the Run Fest Show. I'd just like to ask Fez if you listen to Chris Daughtry over the Christmas break. 
<laughs> All right, what else we got over there for Hottest Girls? All right, uh, Hottest Girls. And then number eight, Sarah Silverman, Michelle Williams, and Jennifer Bademski naked in uh, that film, uh, Take This Waltz. I saw that movie. People were very... Michelle Williams is just adorable. Oh, yeah. You know, I saw the Baxter over the break again. It's a good movie. I, th I like that one better than their summer camp movie that all the kids like. Love me some with American Summer. I prefer the Baxter. It's good. Those guys put out a lot of good shit. Number, what else we got? Number seven, Princess uh, Middleton's titties popping out. Oh, yeah, that was a big one, huh? Yeah, that was great. People fucking lost. That's This is like stuff they wouldn't even print in the shitty British tabloids. <laughs> That are fucking basically total assholes. Yeah, but if we ever get conquered by England, they're going to come for us. Bring it. Bring it, you fucking pussies. <laughs> Honestly, tiny I'm not playing it. I'll be one of the guys who just tries to get along with <laughs> no! the regime. Fuck it. Go underground. <laughs> no. I don't want to be underground. I'm moving my night. Fuck no. I prefer it that way. <laughs> I changed my hairstyle so many times, and I don't know what I look like. <laughs> All right, number six is Laura Prepon. Topless. Who's she? She was from uh, the redhead from uh, that '70s show. I never watched that '70s show, but I guess Mila was on there, right? Yeah, that was uh, that was the thing she first uh, got big for, big on. And she was a little girl when she started. She was like 16 or something. She was real young. And her and Scutcher were on there together, but I guess they didn't do anything until they grew up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sure they fucked. Just, I know she's like Fez's sister. <laughs> Well, no, well, she was in Macaulay for the longest time. Yeah, but you know, she fez his sister debt, too. Oh, yeah. Number five, Kate Upton. The outtakes where you get to see nipple. <sighs> that girl. You know, our fucking site's starting to be... Our commenters are being pretty rough on her. Why? It's just what? Are they tired of looking at her or something? Because I mean, when Liz said fat girl in the making... Everybody else started to jump on the fucking bandwagon. She's fucking fat now. She looks fine now. Who gives a shit? I'm sure people are going to keep her together because they don't want the fucking money to stop coming in. Why are you angry? Because, come on, why would you shit on her? Sure, she's half retarded. Whatever. You're not fucking, you're not a fan of her because she's real smart, writes great books, and titties, and has and whatnot. <laughs> you should be a shrink. Like a blunt, fucking stupid shrink. I'd be great. I'll take that money. All right, what else we got? All right. Uh, number four, Jay McCarthy. When she, I believe, it was uh, the play Playboy pictures. She's looking good. Very, very good. Yeah, Jenny McCarthy is a real looker until she starts to talk her fucking. <laughs> Don't get your kids vaccinated. <laughs> Don't give them autism. What do well, I know? I was my, married. My problem with her is like she'll be in the G string. Like I just let out the wet fart. You know, like I think some poop came out. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Hysterical, right? Here, look at my ass. Oh yeah, she she probably yeah she looks great. That was the first Playboy like playmate before she like it was on single note that I remembered like as a kid. She was huge. Yeah, she looks great too there. Plus, I dig that fucking place that she's at, you know? That's pretty cool. Good for you, Jane McCarthy. Yeah. Isn't she with some weirdo now in her post-Jim Carrey years? I'm not sure who she's banging. Some fucking idiot. <laughs> Jerk. Some tatted-up fucking monkey. <laughs> oh, good fart, baby. Yeah, it's hysterical. 
I know, right? Here, I'm gonna play with my big tits as I <laughs> fart and shit everywhere. <laughs> I think I just queefed. Eh, durr. I don't want you to have a sense of humor. <laughs> Jenny, just be a hot chick. You got that down. Yeah, there you go, Jenny. Mm. Then uh, the Kate Upton topless photos, the alleged Kate Upton topless photos, coming in at number three. There you go. With some creepy photographer dude. And there's just like her tears like behind an inner tube. I think this, this, this looks Instagrammed. I can almost make out the nipple. It's like right there. That's nice. And Hathaway's vagina. It's coming in at number two. Wow. That's high for Anne Hathaway's vagina. It came in late too in the year. Yeah, yeah. Well, that always helps, you know. The surge. <laughs> she had a surge. Now, we were of the opinion. And by the way, I mean, Fez, she did this on purpose. She didn't do this on purpose. She doesn't want her vagina exposed. There it is. Yeah, there it is for the world to see. Like, Lay Miz doesn't need any more fucking press. Everyone knows what it is. Apparently, it's doing very good for being a hideous fucking musical. Where they just don't talk at all. It's just all, it's all music. That's, see, that's an opera. An opera, you don't talk. A musical, you talk and then break into song. I just... My sister fucked till she got leukemia. Yada yada yada. <laughs> I'm lying about a fucking speech I'm gonna give on New Year's Eve. What's in for your eyes only? <laughs> Paul, right, what's really number sad. one? I gotta know. Number one? Yeah. Katy Perry's ass out in the water slide. That was my favorite, though, I think, because it was so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and it does happen. Anyone who's ever hung out at water slides has seen women fucking just almost forced water molestation. Oh, they're all being raped constantly by water. There it is. There's that ass out. Everyone nonsense. And I think then someone had a theory that this was actually planned, that this was fucking... You threw that out there. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, this was planned. This was definitely, definitely set up. <laughs> you threw that out there. <laughs> Rumor going around now. <laughs> you screamed that the guy pulled the uh, boogie board away on purpose. I'm sure he did. Look at this guy. He knows fuck, there's an ass out. Bullshit. And on Jenny McCarthy's dating, after Jim Carrey, she dated Brian Erlacher. Oh, good for Brian. For about six months. They broke up. And then the next rumor was she was dating Jim Belushi. Hmm. Really? Mr. Destiny? One of our uh, listeners, Shasta, uh, worked on the, uh, on the Baxter. Nice. Wait a minute. Who dated Jim Belushi? Jenny McCarthy. Wow. And she didn't get leukemia? Didn't get leukemia through any of it. Where's I know Bobby got leukemia. He was 14 years old. He looked like 65 when he died. He was a friend of mine. Oh, my God. Um, here's our friend Janice wants to talk to Fed. Hi, Ronnie. Hi, Fez. Hey, I how just, are you? I just wondered, what fucking church does Fezzy go to? <laughs> Jesus is about forgiveness and love, and he would never... <laughs> and diseases of the blood. No. Fez, you should have been there to support her that night. You should have been there. God, I, I thought I, I felt I was supporting her by saying, "No, don't do this. Nobody go." You should have yelled stuff out at the church. 
Or just walked it, up it, yourself like in a meeting. Look, I just want to tell you goddamn harps a thing or two about the way of the world. I mean, Jesus is supposed to be love and forgiveness. He never would give someone, you know, <laughs> it's just fucked up. Well, it's one thing for Fez's sister to be confused, but you think that the goddamn preacher would say to her, Honey, that's not the way the Lord works. Yeah, that's what makes me crazy. It's like he's jumped right fuck? on it. See, that's so fucked up. I grew up Lutheran, and I think Fezzi's Lutheran, but I was. It's Lutheran. Is it Missouri Senate? Yes. Or, see, Missouri Senate's kind of. I'm American Lutheran, and it's so funny how different they are. Why? What, what's wrong with the Missouri Senate that fucking Fez belongs to? Well, they're very strict and very. Uh, Hell and brimstone and oh, see, I didn't know that. This yeah. is, might be a reason that Fez is so fucked up and why he can't do the gay thing. Is it in the back of his mind? He hasn't completely gotten rid of all that stuff yet. It's just totally yeah, ingrained. Uh, we concentrate like more on the New Testament. It's about love and you know caring for people with less than you, not giving people sickness for doing something they feel is wrong. It's just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's bullshit. Well, Gorilla Bob has a theory now about the Missouri Senate, and he, he thinks maybe the problem is an adultery and that church. So that that's what got her leukemia, was that cocktail uh. of <laughs> believing in that. Having that belief oh, system. Having all and of then, it at once. You know, there are a lot of people who think, Fez, that you that that kind of disease comes from bad thoughts, stress, and stuff like that, and they actually call it dis ease, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe she guilted her way from having just, from what I understand, pretty crazy sex, right? I well, mean, just I ass, don't know any of just that. Just ass to mouth. <laughs> wow, ATM was going down. Yeah. Damn. I don't crazy. know if that came up uh, at the pulpit on Christmas Eve. <laughs> was it like Bukaki or whatever? Your sister's a dirty little girl. <laughs> and she's tiny, too. But she could take, like, that. What? <laughs> a lot. I just say a lot. All right. Thanks, Jess. Just Talk to you later, honey. Okay. Love on. you guys. Bye-bye. Janice could be replacing Hard Rock Johnny in my heart. Hard Rock's falling off in the new year. And the teens, what the fuck is he doing? He's a train wreck. He is. What the fuck? He is. <laughs> um, weird, though. That's a weird story Fez told us today. That's fucking crazy on so many levels. I th the crazy part is she lied to you up until, whatever, the day before. Well, yeah, I, I found out from an aunt. <laughs> it's crazy, man. And that, she's like the, the one you're closest with, right? Your sister? Yeah. He yeah, talks I, to her every fucking night. All right, so this is, that's fucking crazy, man. You they should... make each other cry all night long. This is what they do. They sit and they figure out what's the most negative things that we can fixate on. And then that's what they do. You gotta cut that shit out and just fucking spend the rest of your life on a gaycation. No, you know she's not crazy about you being gay, right? She can't be. Maybe no, after, I don't know that. After this shit where she's... You know what her belief system is. Yeah, but she's always been really supportive about it to my face. Do yeah. you know what her belief system is? Yes. 
So do you think that she's okay with you going against that? Do you, do you think that she thinks that she's the only one that God punishes for doing wrong? She's never said that before, but I, I guess she does. She has to. This is what makes Fez so fucking difficult to deal with in a lot of the hall politics. Is that he won't fucking pay attention to the games being played. Your sister believes that if you go against the church, not only are you going to suffer in the next life, you're going to suffer in this life, right? Right. You've gone against the church. Hard, totally. How do you hardcore. not use this logic to know that no matter what she's saying to you, she must be incredibly concerned. You know she must be praying, please don't take it out of my brother. He doesn't know what he's saying. Please let him find straightness or something. Or at least just not gay. Yeah. She can't possibly be happy with this. Fez's sister always used to check, check in all the time and made my check, right? Yeah. Fez came out. We've never heard from her again. Whoa. That's huge, man. And then in my mind, he's like, I bet she kind of holds me like a little bit responsible, you know, bringing him to New York and oh, everything. Oh, it's like you had a hand in turning. Yeah, because she knows I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, you know crazy. how like how family always blames for what someone does on their friends and shit. <laughs> that Ron's a bad influence. <laughs> I kind of am when it would if it would come to the, you know. From a Christianity thing. What do you got there? Andy from Cleveland sent us some wonderful Robertson's beef jerky. What are we, cowboys? I like beef jerky. It's good as fuck. You can't possibly digest that. Oh, it tastes good at the time. Nice and well, salty. I didn't say that. It's like a family tradition of his. And so he sent us some. Like I say, I'll eat beef jerky on Christmas. You eat jerky before noon? It's tough. Yes, it's jerky. <laughs> it's never been eaten except by cowboys because they have no other way of keeping food out there. It's good. All right, Jim in Pittsburgh wants to help us out. Hey, Ronnie and Fezzi. What's going on, guys? Hey. Um, I just wanted to talk to Fezzi a little bit. Uh, I grew up Presbyterian, and uh, recently the Presbyterian Church had a thing going where they authorized ministers to actually be gay. They could be gay and still preach. And I just wanted to, you know, let Fezzi know that, you know, Christ, you know, isn't really to blame for, for the whole thing with his sister. It's, it's that sect of church, and I'm sure he realizes that. But, uh, you know, that there's there's lots of different options out there, and, you know, just not to give up on his religion or his faith, just maybe that sect. Yeah, but don't you see the ridiculousness thing of just keep going around till you find a church that tells you to feel good about yourself? I do, but, you know, what else really is there? There would be yourself, dude. <laughs> there would be yourself, and I know that seems ridiculous, but... <laughs> you know what you like, just, yeah, there you go. That's, That's just this looking is my for acceptance in the wrong place again. Well, what do we do besides look for acceptance? Everybody. Yeah, everybody does it, but it's accepting it in yourself, not looking for, you know, uh, here's a group of people that meet early on Sunday, and it runs into a football pregame, and these are the people that I want to accept me, who I don't even know uh, most of them. You don't want to be accepted by strangers? 
No, I don't need to be accepted by strangers. I need I need to get over any uh, lingering Lutheran guilt that I have. I think most people want to be accepted by strangers. I want to be certainly. You go into this fucking stupid business. You know, you try to entertain people. That means, hi, strangers. Please accept me. Continue to listen to what I have to say. (laughs) Salesmen try to be accepted by strangers. I think it's the main thing about being a fucking human being. You just go around and try to make these connections. Only the people people who don't, the loners or whatever, people who don't give a fuck, are seen as crazy for your eyes only. Mm -hmm. Goddamn. How's your jerky? It's good. I like it. It's salty. I think jerky should be sued for looking too much like bacon. (laughs) Bacon or wood? This looks like fucking straight up bark. Look at that. You know, I can see if you got somebody sent that from the south, but somebody from Cleveland. Although that Ohio, man, I don't even know why they call it Ohio and not just North Kentucky. This stuff's from Oklahoma. Well, I'm Andy's from there, and then he says his whole family eats it. But I've been out to Ohio before, and people are like, this, hey, what you doing in our town? I'm like, why do you talk like this? <laughs> I thought you'd all be like Chrissy Hine. Hi, everybody. What do you think? Fill her up? Check the hall for you? Like, this is supposed to be a fucking Yankee state. You're in the fucking sticks, dog. Those people are telling us who the president is? I guess we're all going to vote for Obama. (laughs) Obama, good. He going to pick that fiscal cliff. Um, It looks like... We're locked in for football this weekend. Yeah, it's for real now. Fucking Seahawks didn't cover last weekend, cocksuckers. Fucking first time <laughs> forever. I was, motherfucker. Pushing Christmas money in? A little bit. That's all. <laughs> Seriously, against the fucking Rams, they can't cover? Fucking assholes. Patriots covered, skins covered. What yeah. happened to the fucking Seahawks? Russell Martin, you pussy. I had the prediction now, too, in the year of the Wilson. rookie quarterback, right? Yeah. None of them are going to the fucking <laughs> Super Bowl. So shut up about them. I don't know. That RG3, those Redskins are pretty impressive. Who are they playing this week? Seahawks. And so one of the rookies is out right away. Yeah. Uh, they're playing... Uh, they're playing in Seahawks. Seattle or in no, Washington? In, in Washington. That's good news for the skins. Fuck yeah. I think the skins got it. At least that this week. I don't know. I don't, they just going. better play against Romo every week. <laughs> <laughs> NFC's totally fucked. Broncos, they have a bye this weekend. They should run. I, I'm saying they're going to the Super Bowl. Broncos should be You going also to. said that you were going to win our fucking um, Jesus thing. Christ. Who ended up winning our... Um, Mikey boy. I thought uh, Kathleen from the Bronx won again. He just said Mikey boy. Congratulations, Mikey boy. You won what I considered a tainted, tainted season. It wasn't real. It's like the last season of Roseanne. We all wake up in 2013 season. I'm going to find myself in a new league next year. I'm not going to play with the friends. I'm going to find new people who fucking focus on football. I focus on football. I'm just not good at making 
predictions as to who will have good statistical games. I wanted this to be it. I really fucking felt like I had the team. And then I let you take over. Listen, I, we, I went, we went on a great run. It's just Michael Crabtree fucking blows up. Who saw that coming? Maybe I'll be in the Interbang Renegade League next year. That Renegade League was supposedly wild. And I'm going to take... Um, well, I got to take Kathleen. And I got to take HTG. And I got to take Bronx Johnny. Bronx <laughs> Johnny. And you know what? I should take Mikey Boy, too, for winning it all. Can I get some love? Come on. Let me come on. All right. You're in. All right. Yes. I yeah. love it. In the Renegade League. But then it'll be all different players, all new guys. Cool. Making things happen. Hey, the Killer Bees technically came in third. How could you fucking even say that as a fucking joke? Because I should have won that league until I handed it to you. Listen, picked up Andrew Luck. That was that that guy's through. I hate Andrew Luck. <laughs> I hate Andrew Luck. He's great. I hate what they did to fucking Peyton. So I root against him for something he has nothing. I root against him for replacing a guy that I always hated. <laughs> hey, the doesn't Colts, that make sense? <laughs> the Colts organization had one bad year. In the last, what, I'm going to guess 20 with fucking luck. Fucking tearing it up. Who who do you think the odds are to win this thing this year? Rookie of the year? No, to win the Super Bowl right now. Give me the Broncos. NFC's, I... Th I think the 49ers should make it through. After what I saw, how they got destroyed by Seattle. It's an embarrassment. Well, I don't think Seattle's going to beat Skins. I think mean, the, the Falcons, fuck them. They're, they're pretenders. Uh, Texans, they're not going anywhere. Their fucking secondary is going to get lit up by anyone who can throw. Who do you give Rookie of the Year to? RG3. RG3. Luck. Who do you give MVP to? AP. Peyton. Why do you get so sick like that? Because <laughs> I'm not a Peyton Manning fan. Uh, Fez and I had this debate before he left. And I said, he says Peyton. I said, AP, if he wins out. If he fucking ends up beating that thing. And he came nine yards short. It was a good game. It was a great game. It was my favorite game this year. Yeah. We had that fucking run at the end of the game. I was screaming, go, you motherfucker. <laughs> they should have just, they should have ran it again. Fuck the field goal. <laughs> this one's for AP. They were going in overtime. I'm Fuck it. You, your push all in shit is why you lose everything. <laughs> Come on. He fucking makes that run. Gets a touchdown. Breaks the fucking record. Gets them into the Super Bowl. Everyone will start jerking off fucking immediately. It'd be uh, amazing. He had that shot. He almost went in. I he know, almost was, went in. It was fucking crushing, like nine yards. No. <sighs> Whatever, still. He's a freaking nature to fucking Who do that. Who even remembers 30 years ago? <laughs> I have no idea, man. It's crazy. He's a freaking fucking nature. I mean, that, that's such an impressive record. And he just fell nine yards short. And with a new ACL. Yeah, I'm giving it to AP now. It has to be. I and know. I would tell you this. I don't even think I've watched one Broncos game this whole fucking year. They've really been under... You would have thought they would have been the big story that people were talking about every week. But no, RG3, Luck, and now for Seattle, San Francisco. You still, every time you turn on fucking TV, there's the Patriots. Still, everybody's talking about the shitty Jets. I guarantee you.
more people talking about fucking Tebow than Peyton on TV this year. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. And ESPN had some thing where, like, implant Tebow any way you can into your coverage. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. It was put out throughout the entire company. Anyone on the air, talk about Tebow. We don't care what context it is. Eric, you're on the Run of Face show. Hey, what's up, Ronnie? Hey, uh, a fun thing to do if you want to get uh, some more nude shots from water slides. Right before a girl goes down the water slide, grab, like, the top string of her bikini. So that right when she goes down, she goes down all the way down and... Her top falls off. It's hilarious. Eric, they fucking arrest people for shit like this. <laughs> what you're saying right now, they fucking kill people in India for. You're you're a rapist, sir. A water slide rapist. They kill people for this. Who knew fucking India was just rape capital of the world? What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Seriously. They're fucking junior chicken. Goddamn, Delhi's the rape capital of the country. Women are getting raped constantly. Yeah, have some Delhi right now. Fucking starving. That would be delicious, actually. Go Kevin along with this. Kevin wants to know if this is going to be the year of the song lyric. Count of three so far. Way to stay on it, KFC. Mm. Uh, hey, Blowhard, you're on Run Fez. Happy New Year, buddies. Yeah. Um, MVP has to be Peyton Manning, because look at the guy he came back from. He's leading this team. They're, they're a, a monster. His spine, his neck was... I mean, this guy was one hit away from being crippled in a wheelchair. You know what, but apparently we, we were wrong. Apparently he was fine. He's getting hit well, but I'm saying he's still in a fragile state where I would make AP probably the comeback player of the year. Well, why wouldn't you just switch that? to be Andrew Luck. All right, wait, wait, let's, let's go back into MVP. Last year they went to the fucking playoffs without this guy with a bum fucking quarterback in. And this year they go to the playoffs. Vikings have zero fucking offense. Christian Ponder and Percy Harvin was out for most of our, like half the season. Ponder can't even throw overhand. <laughs> now, I still have to say because the Vikings have a good offensive line. Uh, he gets 35, over 35 carries a game. No, he doesn't. In that game, he did. And that game, they said, was a career high. Right. A career high. And right. now, I'm oh, not, he does his career high every week. I'm not going to do what Peterson did. I think he's incredible. And I would even give him more credit than Dickerson because he had he, Dickerson did it on a lot more carries. But you cannot deny the greatness of Peyton Manning. I don't like him like you guys, but I have to call a spade a spade here. Hey, racism. Hey, by the way, let's go back to Dickerson, who, like, tweeted how happy he was that AP didn't get that. And he wrote, Daddy still has the record. Well, that's a dumb move, but... But it's honest, right? Would you want someone to break your record? I would be thrilled that I still had it. But here's the problem for him. It's a record that most people don't fucking even remember because we don't give a shit about the running back. And that's another reason why what AP did was... So fucking phenomenal. Oh, it's amazing. His recovery... Because if you're saying MVP, if you were picking a brand new team to start this fucking year, would you have picked Peyton? No. Nope. Now, is there any back that you would pick over fucking AP? No. Exactly. the season, a lot of people would have picked a lot of backs over AP. No, but I'm saying right now, you get the opportunity to say you could have the back, start a new season... You're picking AP first. ESPN put out their rankings for next year for fancy or whatever drafting. Yeah. AP number one. Mikey Easily. Boy had him. Yeah. That's why he fucking won our league. Yeah, it was risky to make a move like that, but 
I'm, he took him deep. He's still a hit or two away from going back to having another bad knee. Exactly. That's I why know. it's fucking Every phenomenal. Play. Nobody Every. fucking comes back from this injury, and he did it. Mendenhall had the same exact injury. He played for like three fucking games this season. So basically, having your having your your, your spine operated on in your neck is is a minor thing. With no, but here's play. the difference: no one gets to fucking hit him, and AP gets well, hit he, he thirty fucking hit. times a game. I'm saying, but he can be hit. But and, he didn't. And, and look at the numbers he put up with this team. They're a machine. Yeah, I know. And they were the also AFC a machine title. last year without him. They have a great fuck. And fucking Vikings don't have dog shit. They won a fluke game with, with, uh, with injuries to Pittsburgh with Tim Tebow. That was a fluke, that game. The defense kept them together on that game against the Steelers when they won. That's exactly. Tebow. That's exactly right. They but can the win without him. That doesn't make you the most valuable player. And Where, they threw this guy what? to the curb thinking that, He's a cripple. He's going to be one hit away, and he still might be. Would Would you want him over Aaron Rodgers going into the playoffs? Or what, if you get a chance to one quarterback, you're going to have him? No, I would take Aaron Rodgers. Who Rogers, else would you take over? The fact that Rodgers is healthier. But when it comes to being Let's a say this. Would the Patriots change out their quarterback going into this? No. Would Washington? No. All right, well, so how is this MVP? It's how the Peterson. fuck is this MVP? That team is bad. It's a bad team. There's the no other back that you would put in this fucking game right now except for fucking AP. And there's like a fucking dozen quarterbacks that you would put in. All right, thanks, Blowhard. He's talking crazy. But having said that, Peyton's going to win it because people are like Fez and Blowhard. They can't. I get it. I like Peyton a lot, whatever. He'd be great. He fucking. I know everyone thought he was going to be crippled. But no one had any idea. You don't come back from the ACL. It's impossible, but to, and to come back better when the, every team knew exactly what was going to happen when they played the Vikings. AP's getting the fucking ball. Yeah, stop him. Shit was getting stacked against him, and he still tears this fucking season up. It's crazy. No way he should lose this. And he will, though. If he does, I'm going to lose my shit. I wonder if I can bet on this. Uh, Chris, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, it's got to go to AP. He had almost a thousand yards rushing after contact this year. That's unheard of. It's unbelievable. And we're suddenly now hearing what a great line he has. <laughs> the guy gets bashed. It's a team of bums, okay? <laughs> Freak dog, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Blowhard's fucking pissing me off. Peyton Manning hasn't beaten anyone this year. The, what, the couple good teams he played, that's the games they fucking lost. Uh, and AP is fucking doing it on one knee. I mean, and, and his division's got, got fucking three good teams in it, Packers and Bears. I mean. And uh, I'm, I'm telling you what AP did, nobody saw coming. Nobody saw. No. No one fucking trusts him. And if you go by everyone else who's ever had ACL surgery, you probably would have been right. This is a fucking once one million type deal that fucking is like. Unfortunately, it took nine more yards before this was a slam dunk. The nine yards is going to keep this, going to send it back to Peyton, and they're going to give it to Peyton because the Manning family is fucking royalty, and you can't sit around and just talk fucking. You can't talk fucking football with people in this country because they've turned it into Us Magazine. You know, they've turned it into backstory. It's fucking ridiculous. There's... I'd give Peyton comeback player of the year, sure. But here's the weird thing about Peyton. Does anybody want him back in fucking Indianapolis? Nope. They forgot about him. They don't give a fuck. They got the future.
So you guys are giving a fucking MVP to a quarterback that the other teams wouldn't even fucking want. Yeah. That's what people fucking love him. It's That's Adrian Peterson. And I guess the other fucking running back would be Arian Foster, and he's slowed down the last half of the season. Whereas fucking Peterson's... Where did Foster end for the season in yards gained? All you had to do was watch that last game. That fucking guy was unbelievable. It was totally insane. And running at people. None of this fucking, you know, little scat back shit. <laughs> he had 1,400 uh, yards. Foster. 700 fucking yards behind. Seven 100-yard games <laughs> behind. Does anybody fucking watch football at all? You pay any attention to this thing that you say you watch every week. One thing Ryan, that... you're in the run of Fez show. I'm sorry to step on you, Fez. I didn't know you were going for it. Go ahead, Ryan. What's up, Ron? Yeah. Hey, I was going to let y'all know uh, that that's bettered on and everything, but I didn't know, man, if y'all looked up the... Uh, what are the odds of uh, Adrian winning compared to Peyton? Do y'all know? No, I don't think there is odds on it. Oh, there's got to be odds on it. Well, well, what's your point? And, by the way... All right, I can't have this conversation. There's got to be odds on it. I mean, these are the only two guys being talked about. They each have a shot. There's no doubt about it. I mean, if Peyton wins this thing, it's not some atrocity. It's just, you know, business as usual. But if a 30-year fucking thing stood, he was nine yards away from... And this would have stood another fucking 30, probably. Because they don't run the fucking football anymore. Nope. Throw it up. Throwing. Oh, throwing. <sighs> um, Here's Gary. You're on the Run Fest show. Oh, yeah, Ron. Uh, I agree. Uh, AP should be uh, MVP and Peyton Manning comeback player of the year. But you were saying earlier, nobody wanted Peyton, really. Well, the reason why Ford neck surgery scared them all. Nobody no, I'm even saying now, going into this, going yeah, into and, this playoff, who would fucking trade out? How many of the teams playing right now would trade out and said, we want Peyton to come in and for this? And yet, you know, every team would take AP as the running back. With, with all these rookies coming in and doing well... It's the quarterback is so deep in the NFL. It's fucking pretty nuts. Even Colin Kaepernick was a fucking uh, rookie came in. Now he's San Francisco's guy. The fucking running back to be just no running back by committee shit. It's just Adrian Peterson on a team with no quarterback and no wide receivers. It's what? like people don't fucking pay attention. <laughs> they don't pay attention. At all. They want Peyton because it'll be some heartwarming story because that's all we ever are anymore. Is some heartwarming backstory thing. No one just fucking watches the game and, you know, take the fucking name off the jerseys. Who's kicking ass right now? It's Purple Jesus. AP shocked the shit out of the world. Um, He shouldn't have done this well. It's it should be impossible. Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. First off, there are odds on MVP. And up to, like, three weeks ago, you could have got AP at about plus 500. But also... Uh, there are. It has to be AP for MVP because it's most valuable player. And without Peyton Manning, the Broncos were still able to go to a playoff game and win a playoff game. Without AP, there's no way that behind Christian Ponder, 
the Vikings were going to be able to make it to the playoffs. So who's more valuable to their team? It's 100% true. And I got news for you. If AP played in Philadelphia, they would be in the fucking playoffs. (laughs) If AP played in Chicago, they would be in the playoffs. I'll I'll say it in a term that you can understand, Fez. If AP played in Tampa, they would be in the playoffs. He carried that team to the playoffs. He's that good. He's that like above every other like fucking high end running back. But the, re- the reality is, people don't even know what a running back is anymore. They pay zero attention to it. <sighs> it's ridiculous. Uh, we ought to put up a a poll, and I bet Peyton fucking wins it. Um. Let's go over to Hard Rock Johnny. Johnny. Hello, boys. Hey, buddy. Happy New Year. Hey. Uh, you know, I, I've been thinking about this one, and it's a shame that, that Manning's probably going to win it, but mm-hmm. certainly doesn't deserve it. Um, you know, Manning is, a, again, quarterbacking a team that made it to the playoffs with a guy who couldn't get more than a snap in New York City, and they're going to run out of town. And I think he fine. threw the ball eight fucking times. Yeah, I mean, you know, so so you could take you could take the guy that's getting run out of town and started got started over by Greg McElroy and Mark Sanchez and put him on the Broncos and they make the playoffs. Take Adrian Peterson away. What happens? I mean, you put you put him on almost any team, maybe except the Chiefs and the Raiders, and that team would make the playoffs this year. You take those other any other team that didn't make the playoffs. You put Peterson on it, except for those two shitball teams. They'd make the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's hard to even come up with. It's it's hard to sit down and look this thing over and decide what the debate is on MVP. I guess it means you know uh, popular. I guess it's just about popularity. Yeah. You know, it's it's no different than you know the, the Heisman has become the best quarterback trophy. It's not, you know, it, it's it's just a different. You know, they, so these things all evolve and they change. And it's it's you know now they're already talking about the kid from uh, South Carolina that had that huge hit. Is he's a contender for the Heisman Trophy for next year as a defensive end? He'll never win it. It doesn't matter. It's yeah, it doesn't matter. And the only reason why it's being thrown out there is because. He has that one fucking thing, and that suddenly Gruden yells it out, and now people yeah. are saying it as if it's that true. Was an amazing Crazy. hit, though. Yeah, was... no, it was, but it just—it's it, almost like that thing of if it does just show you how everyone just repeats. If one person says it on TV, suddenly it's everybody's opinion. It's like, hey, did you hear what he said? Holy shit! I think he's right. <laughs> All right, uh, it's up right now on the iBang. Uh, your chance to go and vote. AP or Peyton Manning. And I know how it's going to, it's going to turn into Peyton. You'll be like, oh my God, his whole family's so great. I know. His family's so terrific. Well, you know what? They keep one of their fucking kids in the act, that poor and Cooper. Then <laughs> and their other kid is a retard and he couldn't get the Giants in the playoffs. So He's well, not come to the attic. The guy's a great what, marketing what's fucking the last, genius. When's the last time you ever seen fucking Cooper, huh? The Super Bowl. All, all you have to do is go down to fucking New Orleans. The guys love there. Whatever. He's involved in all kinds of business deals. Sure. How do we know that's not like just some fucking dude they got that they the say is somebody's Cooper. fucking back hurts. They don't keep him in the attic. He's a freak. He's a freak show. <laughs> He's not retarded. <laughs> Let's fucking oh, sell tickets. Shit, that's so- 
Come laugh at Cooper. They better not do that. That's <laughs> fucking wrong. Come on, Purple Jesus all day long. All right. Talk to you later, Johnny. Later, boys. Uh, Josh, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Um, I just wanted to report some sad news from Baltimore. Um, Ray Lewis is retiring at the end of the season. So the uh, greatest linebacker that I've ever seen, I'm only 30, um, will be done after the year. Well, I mean, he lasted a long time, dude. Sure. He, oh, he sure did. Oh, and I'm he brought the uh, he brought the trophy to to the city. You know what? In 2000, 2001. Yeah. So very proud of him, and I'm proud to be a Ravens fan and all that. But you know, it's just it's like when Cal Ripken left Baltimore. That's really the only thing. Well, I can here's the thing. It's surreal. Can you imagine though that his last game is going to be against the Colts? Yeah. Right. And well. I hope it's not his last game. It, not, uh, I'm going to okay. say it again to you, Josh. His last game is going to be against the Colts. You know what? I you know I don't have any uh, any hope for Flacco, but I think if they if they give the uh, ball to, to Ray Rice, um, we'll be okay. So, you know, hopefully uh, the last game will be against Peyton Manning, probably. All right, I thanks, think. man. Did you see what the Thank Colts you. did to the fucking Texans? Come on, the Texans are a fucking joke. They I are. told you that a long time ago. It's I fucking... told you the Texans and the fucking Falcons are both jokes. Oh, man. Told you the whole season. Redskins are going to tear the Texans up. lost the first round by home field advantage all in one game. Here's Cody. You're on the run of Fez show. Chuck Strong. Hey, I'm just saying and for AP getting MVP, I'm a 49ers fan. And, like, I mean, we have Frank Gore, who's probably one of the better backs in the He's NFL. Great. I would trade Frank Gore for AP and heartbeat. Yeah, you'd be fucking screwing Anybody over. would walk into this thing with, with AP. You could trade Ray Rice for fucking AP. You could trade LaShawn McCoy easily for fucking AP. It's a no-brainer. AP is the best. It's a fucking fact. He's better than everyone else. On a terrible, terrible team. In a terrible city. <laughs> in a fucking rotten state. Just a fucking hellhole. <laughs> a wasteland of fucking anything good or Just fun or happy. We're talking white people. Yeah, gotta hate them. Why are they fucking ruining AP's career? Trade him. Uh, all right, that uh, thing is up. Also, make sure you go and vote on the uh, second annual Christmas wall. The 10 finalists are up on the photo album contest. That's nice. Um, here is uh, Josh. Josh, you're on the Run of Fest show. Lost you. Here's Warren. You're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, guys. Yeah. I just wanted to say, uh, Peterson, he's, after tearing his entire knee up, he comes back stronger than ever. He's like Peterson 2.0. Fucking Peyton's back to being Peyton again, but he's just Peyton. Look, yeah, Peter look, no one's running Peyton down. <laughs> he's just Peyton Manning. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just fantastic. <laughs> but the reality of it is, Fez and Blowhard are picking somebody as being MVP when the other teams would not even want him going into this. Mm -mm. That's my entire statement. Who wouldn't want AP? Who wouldn't trade out for AP going into the playoffs right now? And who would trade out? Just name me one team that would say, I mean, maybe Baltimore? I don't... <sighs> mm. They like Flacco. They despise Flacco. <laughs> Even though he is a blue hen. That whole town hates him. <laughs> 
His Nate last uh, last playoffs last year, uh, his neighbor dined him out because they saw him on a skateboard like right before, like on a Saturday before a game. Like, and they called the front office and said, "Your quarterback's on a skateboard right now." That's the guy's just being watched constantly. Everyone's looking for him to fuck up. It's so ridiculous. A guy can't get on a skateboard or a motorcycle without everybody yelling at him. You talk about fucking staying a child. Don't you care about the team? Um, Jay, you're on the Run of Fest show. Ronnie, million percent. Uh, you know, couldn't agree more about the AP thing. If you look at it, it shouldn't even be close because AP, uh, nobody was asking him. Or I'm sorry, with Peyton, nobody was asking him. They were just asking him to manage the team. Nobody was asking him to go out and break any records. And for and for AP to come eight nine yards shy of breaking one of the most coveted records of all time, uh, you know that could really be a, a huge miss by the NFL. I mean, that's you know you're talking about one of the best records of all time, and for him to come eight nine yards shy of it. That's really, I mean, Peyton Manning didn't even come close to breaking any records. He wasn't being asked to, but he still wasn't even coming close to it. For this guy to do it on a bum leg, of all things. I mean, you know, you guys were just saying about who would you give up for him. You know, there wasn't, it wouldn't be anybody that anybody wouldn't give up, with the exception of maybe Barry Sanders. Uh, would be the only person that you wouldn't give up for this guy. So this guy could be the greatest, one of the greatest running backs of all time. Uh, he's well on his way already. And to come off that season where he did it on a bum leg, that's just, uh, that's a phenomenal accomplishment. Uh, you know, Jay, no, you no know question what? about it. You're an actual football fan, and they don't exist much anymore. Mm-mm. They do not exist much anymore. We got hype fans. The fans are hype. The last running back to win the MVP was LT, 2006 quarterback time the rest of it and that's how quick it's over that no one even remembers LT now today it's just <laughs> um, it's gone just gone uh, Monday we got the uh, the college right yeah that's Monday. yeah that's Monday night it's all coming together now it's gonna be a huge football weekend oh hell yeah three day weekend of just constant Pressure and stress. You know, the the thing that was so much fun about the last game of the season, Cowboys and Redskins, is finally a an actual must-win game. <laughs> Not, you know, oh, they should win. You look at Dallas, they fucking choked. Romo chokes again. Yeah. Perfect story. <laughs> I love Romo. I love him as Dallas quarterback. I hope he's there for another 50 years. <laughs> he's a fucking bum. It's great. It's a bum fucking team. Yeah. Bunch of assholes. Good for you, Jerry Jones. That's what you get for that giant stadium. Fucking loser town. All right, the 10 finalists are up the holiday photo album contest. We want you to uh, uh, vote there and uh, announce uh, Fez's uh, busiest shopping of the day winner. From the best stuff. Do we got that clip at all? Yeah, we pull up. This was Fez doing our best stuffs. By the way, yeah, did we go back and do all the? Did we fucking work through the best stuffs? We did, and I'll just say this: I'll speak for our program director and just say to you guys, thank you, because you're not going to hear it from down the hall. Mm-mm. They're down there smoking cigars. Yeah. They're doing long rails. Like gambling. Yeah, like they're gambling with hookers. Yeah, they're shooting dice. They're bu- they're betting their hookers against each other. <laughs> but this was the piece. Now a lot of people will ask me. Now a lot what of people will ask me. Do? 
What when the guest do really stop that? It's when a, the why is that double plank? Let's try it again. Now, a lot of people will ask me, what does Fez do when the guests are here? And I want to pull you into this show today, Fez, because it's uh -huh. a long Christmas break. Yeah, yeah. It's also another one of those nutty shopping days. That day after <laughs> Christmas is also, it's like another Black Friday all over again. <laughs> all right, that is interesting. But <laughs> the question that I ask you is people want to know what Fez does when the interviews are going on. Return so, gifts. <laughs> all right, so let's just... I'm going to play that again. I'm just going to point out how little Fez listens to me. Where Fez will say he locks up and doesn't know where to jo jump in. You will listen to this to know that while I'm on the air, Fez is not even listening to me at all. We'll play it one more time. What does Fez do when the guests are here? And I want to pull you into this show today, Fez, because it's uh -huh. a long Christmas break. Yeah, yeah. It's also another one of those nutty shopping days. That day after Christmas is also, it's like another Black Friday all over again. All right, that is interesting. <laughs> but <laughs> the question that I asked you is people want to know what Fez does. When the interviews are going on. Return gifts. <laughs> so uh, we had somebody, what was the contest that we lined up for that? Uh, basically tweet, what is the busiest uh, shopping day? What, what was Fez's day? That was one of the busiest shopping days of the year. And who won that? That was uh, da at Danny D. George on Twitter. Got himself a signed Todd Snyder album. Beautiful. It's like Danny Beautiful. D. George on Twitter. Now, again, I cannot fault you people for not listening to me when my own partner doesn't. If my own partner is not paying attention to me, there's no way listeners are. But what's great is that Fez acted like he was paying attention. It's almost like when you get woken up at home and the person says, uh, when they call you on the phone and they go, did I wake you up? You always go, oh, no, no. <laughs> no yeah. For some reason, you don't want anyone to know that you were sleeping. I was, I'm on point. I'm always up. Never sleep. <laughs> I just, I, I'm totally, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's also one of those nutty shopping days. Oh, this guy, I have to go back to the store. Just a nutty shopping day. I'm not sleeping. I have to stay up to get online, get deals. Other than the football things, what else we got to give out here? Football, we have... Um, no, we're not giving out football right now. Uh, we also have the winner of the Christmas uh, Xmas wall, where people just wrote nice stuff about Christmas on the iBang. The yeah. Editor Award. Editor the Editor Award. Who won that? That was... Serotonin's gone. Brian Baker and DJ in Detroit all got some nice prizes. Beautiful. You're the winners. You're winners. Lucky winners. Love the Brian Baker. Love the Brian Baker. Great guys. Love it. And Serotonin's gone. Is that Kyle? That's Kyle, yeah. Yeah, I love Kyle, too. Kyle's a good dude. No, no. I don't think I know the other one. That's DJ in Detroit. I'll just say I love him too, though. Oh, DJ. Well, man, if I'm throwing out the love, I can't love till my children and not my third. DJ's the shit. But I do love Kyle and Brian Baker above all others. All right, so DJ, you're in third. And uh, the day after Christmas is another nutty shopping day. Oh, so crazy. The give and take. All right, why don't we break here? A lot uh, to get into when we get back. Uh, who's winning right now in the in the contest, AP or 
AP, 76%. Wow. Surprised. Purple Jesus. PJ. Uh, we can go over the most popular snacks. Mm. Um, Fez, you told me that you also have another big story for us. Did you go to, when you were down in Tampa on your non-gaycation, did you go to Hulk Hogan's uh, new restaurant? I did not check out Hogan's <laughs> Beach. What? It's got a rideable shark. Why wouldn't you go? It he opens says, today. Oh, he said, he said it opened New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, New Year's Day. Okay, so that's today. Happy New Year's Day, everybody. Big shopping day. One of the biggest. All hungover, go to the store, vomit, and shop. And get some so uh, we'll get to a bunch of that. Uh, when we get back, uh, most popular videos of the year, most popular snacks. Also, we're going to get into our favorite TV shows. Every day this year, uh, of the rest of the week, we're going to do uh, Today TV, I believe tomorrow, uh, movies, Friday music. Yeah, that's it. It's on. Do you got a favorite album? <sighs> it's hard. I have to go over what it is. It's really fucking out. hard. Like, normally, you think albums come out, favorite album, it gets more and more difficult every year now. I know what all the critics loved, which was the um, the Frank Ocean that was probably the most critically acclaimed. You're probably album right here. about that. But Frank Goshen just kind of came from out of nowhere. But I don't know whether that would be my I haven't totally adopted the Frank Ocean and I'm going to tell you why. There's a lack of purity towards the soul thing. He's closer I think to the new. He's somewhere in between to the new R&B and the old R&B. I think he could definitely do a true R&B album, but it's still that yeah, a lot of the weird new shit in there. Mhm. Mm He's got it. He should go to Hogan's Restaurant. Hogan's Beach. Hogan's Beach. They have a rideable shark. It's going to be 10 times better than Hooters. Hooters times 10. Jimmy Buffett's times 10. Better than Margaritaville? 10 times better. I love cheeseburger in paradise. Um, Joe has something for us here. Joe, go ahead, buddy. Hey, buddies, I uh, just wanted to point out, I was listening to the um, uh, replays last week, and uh, there was one point where Fez said he his anniversary of, his, of him coming out was on the 27th of February, I believe, and it was actually on the 24th, uh, so you might want to go over that and uh, double-check. All right, Fez, what was the anniversary of you coming out? He is right. It was the 24th. <laughs> Not only, oh my God, I'm insane. Yes. Not only that, but you told us because you always remembered it because it's the day that your dad died. Yep, and yeah, my dad did die on the 24th. Let me see, because um, that was the day that I lost my umbrella. That was the 24th. Yeah. Unbelievable. Something, some things you can't forget. Did you bring it back with you, Fuzz? No, I looked for it and I couldn't find it. Mm. Sure. Sure you look for it. On the busiest shopping day. Uh, so a lot to get to when we come back. That guy should have been a lucky winner, too, for picking that out. Because uh, obviously, by the way, I don't remember any days. So I'll never be able to correct anybody on that. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought I just had it in my head, it's late February. So I guess he has to be right. I didn't even have that in my head. <laughs> it was all lost on me. Uh, break, come back, Ron and Fez show. You're listening to the Ron and Fez show. More Ron and Fez coming up. You got a phone, oh, you're all alone, man, you're stoned, call home. 
On the Ryan Fed Show, finding our sea legs in the new year. Paying attention, not choking on bad jerky. Hicks started choking on a jerky during the commercial, ran down the hall. Then I went to take a piss. I came back, and he was eating new jerky. Something that just made you choke. It went down the wrong way, I believe. So I had to go get a beverage to make sure I don't die. It doesn't break down. That's the problem with it. Chewing does you no good. You're still s- swallowing leather. I'm going to put it off till after the show. We have a snack later. <clears throat> yeah, that's a snack. <laughs> Jerky. <laughs> I like it. The only way that works is you don't want to start a fire because Indians will see it. <laughs> Eat the jerky. Some kind of sustenance. All right, it is the Ron and Fez show. Uh, back with you now. Uh Fez, what's the big news story that's got you thinking? Uh, it's got to be uh, Kathy Griffin and New Year's Eve with Anderson Cooper. Isn't this the big story for some reason every New Year's Eve that she says fuck or points at her vagina or whatever they do every single New Year's Eve? Well, she always tries to do something. Anderson Cooper, first of all, has to realize that uh, he's the CNN anchor man. Kathy Griffith needs to realize that gay men are not playthings. Where I'm just going to lick your crotch on New Year's Eve. But he brings her back in. He brings her back every New Year's Eve because he loves it. I think he's afraid to tell her no. Anderson Cooper could crush her. Then I don't know. I think he's done now. I think he's proven himself to just be uh, just a fuck around guy. This is who he is. He's not the anchor man, as Fez pointed out. He's the guy who's going to bring in fat cats and the uh, the fucking woman's comic that all the gays love. That's his thing. So he wants, I guess. But then it's hard to take him seriously when he's in the Middle East. We don't. <laughs> no one does. So he is trying to, and Kathy Griffin, I understand she has a lot of gay fans, but this, I'll, I'm going to lick you, I'm going to tickle your sack. Right. It's just, it's to me, it's just abusing gay men who want to hang out with her. Oh, he didn't seem abused. He seemed like he was laughing and enjoying it. But that, that is who he is. He is the, the gay guy at fucking... New Year's Eve, no. He's not the, the news anchor. Foreign correspondent guy. Yeah. 
Which is how he started, right? Like he was just a rich yeah. dude and just went to like fucking any place that it was. Right. I mean, his mom made fucking gay jeans. So let's not forget where he came from. <laughs> Speaking of gay jeans, looks like uh, you got some new pants, huh? That you're already rocking. <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> Christmas pants came your way. <laughs> Christmas is always good to me, dog. <laughs> Hey, look, I wash them once a year, if that. You don't have to wash jeans. <laughs> no one said you did. Good. You're fine. Thank you. No one's ever making you stick to any kind of... <laughs> this isn't West Point. We're never going to check to see how you're doing. Good. All right, so Fez's big story of the year was Anderson Cooper. What about you? <clears throat> well, this just broke. I love the fucking Kanye dropped the seat up in Kim. But I think, and I'm sure that's... Only because the ratings are down on a TV show, and the mother orchestrated this. She was like, "Kim, you gotta take this for the team. You gotta get pregnant. You gotta get that Kanye jizz." Here's the weird thing: <clears throat> as annoying as the Kardashians are, I actually feel sorry for her being married to this fucking lunatic <clears throat> and having a kid with him. Like, this is the only case where you would go, "Oh my God, what are you thinking, Kim?" <laughs> this is the most famous. Guy she's been with. I mean, I guess maybe Reggie Bush, but I was, but he's nowhere near to no, Kanye. No, nowhere near. So the mother controls all their lives just so they make money. So they... Kanye was behind us. Kanye has been digging her for a long time, and you know Kanye knows when he's leaving his cock in and not. <laughs> eighteen years she got you for eighteen years. You should have yeah. went to Tyco with your money. <laughs> it's perfect, but it's 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 fucking nuts. Kim Kardashian's gonna have that mulatto child. Mm, she's already, you know what I mean? Oh, true. Yeah, it's like Albanian or some Armenian. No, they're they're like fucking deep into the Middle East. Oh, this is something totally new. Yeah, this yeah, this ain't no Albanian <laughs> shit. But don't you think like she's too good for Kanye? Because in terms of being crazy, he's fucking crazier than her. He, no, oh, like an actual fucking dementia and insanity. Yes. He's nuts. He's totally insane. He fucking. It, him and Jay-Z barely got fucking along to make that album that made him all shitloads of money. Jay-Z couldn't stand the fucking guy the entire time. He's an asshole. He's just a dick. Yet, she's going to have this seed. Or unless it's all just a ploy and it's like, they'll have like a fake miscarriage, which I think also is in play. Why not throw out a real miscarriage and just do it on TV? <laughs> oh, it'll be on television, yeah. The miscarriage, the cameras will be there. and she, They ought to have know. fucking Anderson Cooper deliver the baby while Kathy Griffin's licking his ball sack. <laughs> I don't feel anything, Kathy. And by the way, I put fucking Anderson Cooper, same place as Kanye, and the fucking Kardashians. Just joke reality TV people. The the, the TV show he did that was all fucking nuts. That's that's what he wants to do. He yeah, that wants, is who he is. Yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll only go to the Middle East and report news because that means people will watch him. But he would just as soon have a giant fucking cat. And hang around with fucking Kelly Ripa. He'd rather do those things. That cat was huge for him. It really was big. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't an average size cat at all. <laughs> Very large. And then it died, which was really sad. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, fat, giant fat cat died. It died, and then the show ended up getting canceled. His fates tied together with this fucking cat. By the way, who watches fucking CNN at midnight anyway? Sadly, I was watching it on a internet stream at the house party I was at. There wasn't any televisions, and then it froze right before the fucking ball dropped. So I felt like a fucking asshole. You were an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just hear fucking fireworks going off as I'm fucking staring at a frozen internet fucking screen. It's really funny that you say that though about having a TV, 
Even when I had my club, we had to go out and rent a fucking TV that night because people needed to see the ball drop. Yeah. They would feel ripped off if the ball didn't drop. They, uh, You would only put the TV on two minutes of, mm -hmm. play it, and then turn the fucking TV off. It feels different. It, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It feels different if you don't watch the thing. I, I've been in fucking bars where they have no television, and then they just come out at midnight with, like, champagne or something. Nobody likes it. Yeah, I'm like, Duh. They have to have a TV. I, I mean, we would it. have live entertainment. I don't care if you got a fucking band, comedians, whatever. Oh, two minutes to 12, boom, you turn it off. There's Times Square. Then, you know, and, like, if you you don't have a club with a fucking TV, you have to go out and rent that for one fucking night. For one minute of fucking usage. It's weird. It's fucking insane. You can see the ball fucking right from uh, our office. It's right there. It's basically right across from it. Uh, Jack, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ryder, there's some also, there's some other big news that have came out since you guys have been off, and that is there was no assault rifles found inside that uh, Sandy Hook school. Only four handguns, yet they're still pushing for the assault weapons ban. Uh, I never heard that. I didn't hear that at all. No. Yeah, you didn't look it up. NBC <laughs> News. Uh, so no assault rifle was there at all, huh? Well, it was the only assault rifle they found was inside the trunk of the car, not inside the school. So it wasn't even used. What's that Bushmaster fucking gun was that that got? Mm. All right, I don't. Um, I don't see it on a major site yet, but that's a really interesting story. If uh, true. Now, the other story that came out while we were gone, there was some paper in upstate, up in Westchester County, that put out a thing of showing where everybody who had a legal weapon lived. <laughs> and people got pissed about that, obviously. Yeah, outing everyone who has a gun. So I don't know how that helps anything. It, it, sorry, so that person has a gun. What, am I going to go to his house and fucking try to fuck with them? Yeah, I don't know what the whole point was. I told you before, though, once we got past this, everything would return to normal. We're getting back there. We're going to wait till the next thing that it happens. Yeah. But all the people who felt like, oh, this has got to change, blah, blah, blah. And what happened to the white balloons for the angels? Is that still going on or is that over? It's over. I don't mind that paper doing that at all. I'm glad to know where the guns are. They're everywhere. How are they going to help? How is that going to help you? It isn't. It's just a fucking publicity stunt. I don't know. Just a fucking reactionary dick move by this newspaper. It is. It's just a chance to get people, instead of fucking discussing stuff, to actually uh, fight about it. Yeah. Here's the map. Fucking everywhere. <laughs> Along the goddamn Hudson River. Everyone has a gun. There's also a giant prison next to the Hudson River no one seems to give a shit about. They don't have guns there except for the guards. <laughs> Prisoners cannot own a gun now. <laughs> and it shows you how widespread it is, how many guns are out there. We already know. Connecticut's kind of pussy. They barely have any guns. Mm, apparently they had enough. <sighs> yeah, the, the newspapers, just, they're being assholes. It's not fair to fucking gun owners. 
It's just the the thing is, it isn't a matter of like, oh, it's going to get anybody. But it's just, it's just starting shit instead of having conversation. It's just starting shit. You know, it was really uh, interesting. You know, the the show that really stood out to me this year was the Christmas Story TV show where the little kid wanted a gun <laughs> and his fantasy was shooting people coming in. I'm like, all these years I watched that show and never once thought about that. Mm-mm. Did you go see your violent movie, um, Quentin Tarantino's? Saw it last night. What'd you think? Loved it. That was badass. But what's weird is every black guy, black person I know I've talked to, none of them have seen it. and or one else. They say, yeah, I'm not going to give them money in the theater for it. Motherfucker probably hasn't, haven't seen Pulp Fiction either. <laughs> but yeah, they're they all... They only go to see one thing, horror movies. <laughs> Scared Movie 5 is coming out. <laughs> Why are you going to go see that? Looks terrible. We had Django. Now, why are they acting like that? Because it's not an anti-black film. No, but because Spike said it, that had a lot to do with it. And Spike comes out, he's the voice. So yeah. As I know from uh, what I saw from Paul O, you and M went to see the film. Yeah, I went to see Django Unchained with Paul O. Um, yeah, the gunplay was really... I had a lot of trouble getting into it. So but, not a fan? No. No. What? And you've always liked Tarantino. I've always liked Tarantino. I saw Inglorious Bastards four times in the theater. How many times are you going to see this? Uh, no, I, I am done with this one. Give him a shot. Jew Hunter was great. I get it. Shot. No, not... <sighs> but, the, yeah, all the gun violence took me so out of it. I, co- I couldn't sit there... And enjoy it like I normally do a Quentin Tarantino movie. Why didn't you post that in the uh, opening weekend on the movie club? Well, I had a problem after the movie and had even trouble processing the film after that. Did you, Are you going to go post it right now? Yeah, I'll post it now. All right, go ahead. I'll wait until you get back. All right. Uh, the opening weekend, I know you uh, posted up on your shitty movie that you love so much. The Hobbit. It's good stuff. A lot of people are loving that. Yeah, it's. I think it was still number one. I think over like the long weekend or whatever. It's gonna be on number one for a while. Yeah, and then Django and Lee Miz battled it out. Actually, all of them are making good money. I think this is gonna be Tarantino's biggest movie, despite yeah. the fact that Spike Lee's not going, <laughs> and Fez isn't going back three more times. Come on, Fez. Come on, let's make this number one for Quentin. Fez's um, thing about not going to movies is right up there with his not eating meat when he went vegetarian and we were supposed to listen to him talk about it on the show oh yeah and then every time after that that we saw him eat he was eating meat <laughs> yeah and then the uh the night that we all went out to the italian place the reason fez gave for eating meat but, but it's so good duh if there was ever like a morphing between a baby and an old lady, he did it at that moment. But it's so good. <laughs> Why would I stop eating this? It's delicious. I tell you what he gave me um, for Christmas. All right. Fucking emergency flashlight. What the fuck? It's kind of impersonal. Oh, well, he said if there's ever an emergency, I'll have this flashlight. Yeah, that's... He's just all tied up fucking Hurricane Sandy. Yeah, I get that, but come on. This is fucking... The Christmas season isn't for flashlights. Okay? Boo, boo. 
Uh, Chris, Phil, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, yeah, me and my girlfriend went and saw Django this weekend. Uh, half the audience was black. They seemed, uh, they all seemed to enjoy it, too, just as much as I did. Where'd you say that, though? Uh, it's, it's Warrington, Pennsylvania, so we're like maybe half an hour from the city. Yeah, you're half black there anyway. <laughs> you know, you go to a fucking McDonald's, it's going to be half black. Uh, I, I, there were black people in the theater that I was at. And uh, the the weird thing was, is like there are plenty of laughs in that movie, but when some white people laughed, I wasn't comfortable with it. Oh, there was fucking huge laughs in this thing. But I actually had a dude sitting ready behind me that was ready to fucking throw down with everybody. Little white guy, looked like a fucking film geek. Some people were, uh, you know, the fucking theater was packed, so some three people had to stand up during the previews. And the guy starts going like this. Sit the fuck down! The during, fuck is wrong with you? We're trying to watch this. During previews? Yeah, during previews. So, like, that cracked me up. So I'm fucking laughing. Then, during the movie, a guy wants to get up and take a fucking leak. Asked him, you know, walking by him. He fucking goes like this. You're a fucking asshole, dude. Starts calling him fucking shit. And saying this. I will fuck you up. I will fucking kill you. I'm not kidding you. This fucking guy might have been five 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 six. I guess he was. I'm fucking furious. Yeah, and he dropped his cell phone <laughs> on the fucking ground. He was just fucking furious about it. That's fucking hysterical. This is a big QT fan. You know, yeah, because at the end of it, he's like, uh, you know, because I'm sitting around watching the things, and I'm here, I'm talking to his friend. He's like, you know what? I really wish that Zoe would have played a bigger role, and I'm not sure. You know, he was just doing the regular. You know, QT film geek. Yeah. But he was ready to kill a motherfucker. Don't stand up near him. He goes crazy. <laughs> In the meantime, his buddy's up and down like a fucking jackrabbit all day. Come on. Come on, man. Don't be a hypocrite. So you didn't like the movie, Fez? No, I I wanted to. I really did, but I did not like it. It's just the and the way the gun violence played out with just the huge slow motion splatters and everything. It's great. No, it was just, it was too graphic. It just was too much after what had happened in this country. Well, you knew it going in, though. Why did you go? Because I still wanted to go see it. I still wanted to see it. Because it's good. It's good. Mm. Andrew, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, what's going on? Yeah. So uh, I went to see Django Unchained in uh, Orange, New Jersey. You know, East Orange, West Orange. Yeah. Pretty much an all-black theater. Every time a white character was killed in the movie, the crowd would just go insane. Uh, towards the end of the movie, like one of the primary white characters was killed off. I was terrified out of my mind to walk out of that theater. I thought I was going to get lynched. But here's the thing. The white guys were the bad guys, so you're supposed to cheer. Yeah. I mean, you would be an lunatic if you cheer when a slave gets killed. Yeah, Leo, good work. You know, they weren't going around killing white guys. They were killing fucking... Uh, slave traders. Pieces of shit. Yeah. And known criminals, all right? Well, you know, black exploitation was fucking built upon that. That you were supposed to. But here's like uh, a really weird thing. All right, Richard Gere has this uh, movie out that some people think that he might be a long shot to be nominated. And he's playing kind of a, uh, a Wall Street creep, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let me get the name of this fucking film for you. Is it uh, Arbitrage? Yeah. So, the weird thing is, picture this. It's a law and order 
if you only follow the bad guy. You're not following the good guys. You're following the bad guys. Right. I'm fucking, I kid you not, I'm, and it's on demand now, so I watch it at home. You're like, oh, man, I hope he fucking gets away with it. <laughs> like, you can't help yourself. If the camera focuses on the bad guy, you're like, holy shit, he's got to get out of here. Because you're just feeling his feelings. Wow. And he's just a straight up a piece of shit. Like, he's just a scumbag? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely the fucking, by far, the fucking bad dude in this. But because it's his story, you kind of want him to get away the whole time. Now, the only good part of this, if anybody watches, uh, you will see uh, my grand jury room where I spent that month. And you were some, my bailiff was in the movie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> my bailiff just stands next to the lawyer. Like, he came in and looked at us. That's what he's doing here. That's awesome. But it's the same exact room, <laughs> and it's the same exact bailiff. Good for him. He got, he got a little fucking extra work. And uh, But after all the gun violence and Sandy Hook before the holidays, I couldn't get into the movie. Mm. I am a Richard Gere fan and loved his films in the past, yeah. but... But with one too much gunplay, but yeah. with one too much gunplay, it quit being fun. I wonder what I meant by that when I just said that. I think I meant to put a this in there. Oh, but this one. But with this one. Uh, I don't think there's more gunplay in this. Certainly less people get killed in this than the last movie that he did than in Bastards. Hey, where he killed an entire fucking theater. And mad Nazis. I mean, there's like 20 people in that fucking bar scene alone just got lit up. Uh, what'd you think of Sam Jackson in this? It's fucking great. Him and the Jew Hunter were the fucking best part. I thought both of them well, were Well, the just... Jew Hunter is just fucking great. He's really fucking good. Yeah. It, it's, it's... Leo was really great in it, too. Yeah. But just Sam Jackson just... Actually, there. Jamie Foxx was terrific in this movie. It was really strong. Weird seeing Don Johnson just show up for like fucking two minutes. But... Yeah. Hey. He's glad to do it though. He was getting huge laughs too. That was some of the biggest laughs was his part in the theater I was in. Just over the top fucking yeah. big daddy guy. Yeah. Yeah, there's giant amounts of laughs in this film. Um here's uh Kevin. Kevin, you're on the run of Fed show. Yeah, I went to see the uh the movie Saturday and it was about probably seventy five percent black people in the audience. And apparently they didn't uh, bother to read any reviews or uh, read what the plot was about. But uh, as soon as they dropped the first N-bomb in the movie, the lady sitting next to me was like, nigger, all shocked. Uh, and I was thinking to myself, man, if she's, she's already... Uh, yeah, you got a hundred more of those to go through. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is going to be a long ride. Yeah. Um, I guess it would be somewhat surprising if you hadn't known going into it. But Tarantino is a bold motherfucker. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, he makes the movie he wants to make. There's actually even a scene at the end of the credits. Is there? Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to do it because it's a spoiler alert. Oh, fuck. How did I miss that? Oh, wait. I didn't sit the credits. That's <laughs> yeah, why. That's, how. that's exactly <laughs> how you missed it. I had to piss. You f I was drinking some beers in the theater. Uh, Phil, you're on the run of Fed show. Phil. Hey, yeah. Uh, man, I went and saw, uh, the movie, uh, down here in New Orleans. I was pretty much the only white guy in there, man. It was packed. 
But, uh, and too, I was going to say, man, uh, Betsy Kidd at least gave you your fucking umbrella back for Christmas, man. That yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to get the umbrella back. Thank God for Pit Doc. Yeah, thank God for Pit Doc, huh? What a classy umbrella you have there. Oh, yeah. I'm like an Englishman in New York. So that's uh, what you and Paul O went to, huh? Yeah, yeah, we went and had some dinner and then went to see Django Unchained. I know that because he brought it up in the thing. What, where your focus was. Oh, I don't know what that was. Because I wasn't privy for, to the For Your Eyes Only email. Um, then afterwards, just disaster strikes after the movie. I'm pulling out of the movie theater parking lot. And run over a guy on a bicycle. Crash right into him. It's not real funny, Chris Stanley. Holy shit! How do you hit a guy on a bike? I there's a, a, there's like a service road as you're pulling out of this parking lot, this giant parking lot. That has nothing to do with it. How do you hit a guy on a bike? I just never saw him. It has nothing to do with whether it's a service road. You're supposed to see people. You don't run into them. That's what the officer told me. Oh, yes. God. So why are you making the excuse of what type of road it was? Oh. A guy is on a bike. So he, he was riding and you pulled right into him? Yeah, I was at the stop sign. There's traffic going both ways in front of me. I had to wait for a break to go. No, you didn't. So I waited and I waited and I waited. And I went and boom, I heard the crash of the bike. First of all, let's just get this straight. You did not wait for a break. You went while a guy was riding by you on a bike. Yeah, that person I did not see. <laughs> I, yes. waited, I waited until there were no cars. Let me put it that way. No, you're supposed to wait until the road is clear. The, no pedestrians, no bicycles, I no motorcycles. I totally thought it was clear. I've never heard a noise like that before in my life. The bang of that bike hitting the front of the car, and then, of course, the sound of the body hitting the hood. Oh. So he actually went over your hood? Yeah, he oh, went. the bike went fuck. one direction. Like, the bike went out from the car. He kept going towards the car. Paulo in the car with you? No, I don't know where Paulo was. But me and Paulo had parked right next to each other. So I got out just screaming. Why I are you screaming? Because I figured I'd kill the guy. So how were you screaming? What were you screaming? Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, no. I can't believe this. Oh, shit. I hope he's okay. Please let him be okay. Please let him be okay. Who were you saying that to? Just uh, myself. God. You're saying that to God. JC. The God that you say that you don't believe in. Purple I never Jesus. mentioned God's name throughout but you, this. But who else would you be talking to? Who else are you begging the, and 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 bargaining with that a person's okay. So and I thought Polo was going to be right behind me in his car, but he wasn't. He must have gone out the other direction. Mm, that has nothing to do with the story. The story is: a, you hit a gentleman on a bicycle. Oh, oh knock him flying! Immediately, you start bargaining with someone who's not there. So I take it he was okay. He said he was okay. He um call. He didn't want to call the paramedics. What? He didn't want he didn't want the police or an ambulance to come. I called anyway. 
Paramedics show up. He's holding his shoulder. He said he hit his head on the pavement after he rolled back off of the hood. Jesus, dude. Oh, I know. This is fucked up. I'm thinking his shoulder's broken, and then I see him holding his head, and then he was trying to explain that he hit his head as well. What's the guy's name? You got his information? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. We should give him a call. I have it at home. I know his name, but I don't know, like, his phone number or anything. What's his first name? Victor. Victor. Vic Vega. Rosa Vega. Imagine if you'd killed him. You'd be doing timers. Oh, I'm still imagining that. Because he could be like uh, Hillary Clinton and three weeks later get a brain clot. Or um, the other guy's wife. uh, Liam Neeson's wife is what I was thinking about. And so the paramedics came, ambulance came, he refused to get in it. Really? So he stayed talking through the whole thing. He signed a release with them saying he was refusing medical help. We're going to copy that release. And then... Uh, that does you no good. I mean, that... <laughs> oh, I know. If that, something happens that, to that, him, I'm the one who hit him. Yeah, that's the release for the fucking ambulance oh, crew, shit. not for the driver. <laughs> if he has a Hillary Clinton uh, fucking brain blotch... By the way, I stopped up her... She's right in my neighborhood... Yeah. Uh, I dropped off. Uh, they wouldn't let me in the air, but I left her Sports Illustrated. Oh, I did the one with the girls' soccer team. With oh. it just, uh, I put wink, wink. I know what you're going to be looking at. <laughs> you know, nice. She's going to appreciate that. Well, you got to be there for your friends, unless you know. Oh boy, I can't believe you hit some dude. Um, I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it. I don't get why um, why you didn't see him. I have no idea. I mean, the sun had just so 100% gone down. Your fault. Uh, no, no. I got the Pinellas Park Police Department showed up. I got a ticket for careless driving, not being in control of my vehicle at all times. And Victor got a ticket as well for not having a light on his bicycle at nighttime. So you actually got a careless driving ticket, huh? Yeah. Yep. So I have to pay that within 30 days. You don't have to pay it. No, I think I'll pay it. I think I'll go ahead and pay it and get it done. What's the worst thing can happen? You get a bench warrant out for your arrest. Big deal. I'm not going to come after you for it. And then a lecture from the police uh, from the police officer saying how uh, Pinellas Park was now leading the Bay Area in pedestrian fatalities, and the police commissioner is putting her fist down about uh, all these people getting hit by cars in her city and her jurisdiction. Um, here's John. John, you're on my fist. Hey, sir, the one chance you had of getting laid was the fact that you had money. Now this fucker's gonna clean you out. You're gonna die a virgin, dude. Well, that's what he wants. All you do is read that. You know, on the flip side, my buddy he got into a car accident years ago with this girl, and he ended up marrying her. Hmm. So maybe right. you can fuck this guy. Yeah, anything could happen. Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie, be a million bucks. Hey. Um, you know, it's a tough decision for our family, but sometimes it's just the time for Grandma to stop driving. So I think that's the time. Uh, Vince, Chicago, you're on Fez. Hey, buddy, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, uh, is this whole, uh, first story real? Anybody see a ticket, or is this the, uh, whole cat story over again? I know I can hear his fucking leg going like a, like a liar. 
Even when, when I hear the light going back and forth. Oh, man. I just got so I'm reliving it. Yeah, but you didn't, yeah. you know, if we would have called the guy, I might have believed you immediately. You should have hired an actor to play the victim. I'll bring in the citation tomorrow if you want. That's a day away. You know what I mean? I mean, I would have backed all that stuff up today. Uh, Matt, Astoria, you're on running Fez. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm an attorney who does automobile accidents, and Fez needs to shut up immediately. All the stuff he's saying on the radio is pretty much admitting 100% liability for this accident, so that if this guy wants to come after him, uh, he's going to be able to. And also, Fez has what they call deep pockets. And that's not a gay reference. That's a reference to the fact that he has a lot of fucking money, and it's the kind of person people like to sue. Well, you said it was his fault, though. I mean, I'm not saying anything that, uh, first of all, the officer didn't say to me, and I didn't say back to the officer. You, you, I mean, that, was your, that, was your first, that was your first mistake, but don't say it again over the radio. I mean, he asked me how it happened, and I wasn't going to say someone just and dropped actually, a bicycle out of the sky in front of me. You actually called You always say, I don't know, and that's it. Because now, if something comes up, you're, you, you have really no defense on this. You don't want any defense, do you, Fez? You want to be punished for what you've done. Well, I didn't also want to not, even though the guy kept saying, don't call, don't call, which, trust me, sounded very appealing at the time, I didn't want someone showing up at the door later on saying you left the scene of an accident. Well, it's always good to call the police, especially because it's going to protect you with the end. All right, then I'm going to call him right now and just no, say, well, I'm, hearing a guy, I'm hearing a guy admit something. Um, Fez, did you at least offer to play the other guy's ticket? I gave him money for the ticket, for his ticket. How much? I gave him the 60 for his ticket. Fuck, that's more than you spent on my flashlight, by far. But I'm going to guess 55. That flashlight, by the way, doesn't work. It doesn't? Mm -mm. I'll take it back. God damn it. Use it as a paperweight, I guess. Uh, here's uh, Sharon in Texas. You're on the Fez show. Hi, guys. I don't understand. Fez wants to outlaw responsible people owning guns, yet he's irresponsibly driving an automobile. Yeah, he can't. He's got no defense on that one. Yes, and following all the laws. I'm paying uh, the uh, ticket. I'm paying the citation. Well, the law would be not hitting the guy fucking riding down the street. That would be following the law. What you're doing is paying the penalty. Right. So your your point would, if someone's saying, oh, yeah, I left my gun out on the table and someone else shot somebody, but I'm paying the hospital bills, that makes me a good person. <laughs> no, right now you need to take some kind of responsibility. I believe this. I believe you gunned it and tried to hit the person. I think there's some anger inside and you tried to hurt a stranger. Holy there shit. was this report out. These uh, college kids tried to do a thing on turtles being hit when they crossed in the road, right? Uh -huh. Box turtles down south. And the number one way that these turtles get run over, and they're really running out of them, is people swerve to hit them. That they put out fake turtles and watch to see, and they, they notice that guys will swerve into another road and becomes a fun thing. And I believe this is what Fez did to this immigrant. Oh, he's not a turtle, Fez. No, and I didn't try to hit Victor. 
at all. I didn't and yet you did him hit like him. a turtle. No, I hit him and I hit him hard. Didn't even bother hitting your brake, huh? Oh, I slammed on the brake as soon as I heard as the As soon sound. as he was laying underneath you. Oh, That's so strange. Nice. This is almost like a fucking Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Like who did Fez kill? It's going to be a couple seasons before we find out if he actually did it or not. I don't even know if the bike was damaged, because when Victor left, he left, like, walking his bike away. Oh, poor motherfucker. How old was Victor? Victor, I would guess, was 26, 25, 26 years old. Real looker, huh? He's a good-looking guy. Is maybe that what happened? You're looking at him and thinking about his penis and drove right into him? No, I never even saw him. I never saw his penis. And I never saw him until he was uh, getting back up off the ground. And then just the way other drivers look at you when you run into somebody. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just, just horrible. I mean, the way I think of you now is almost like a fucking killer. Yeah, it's really bad. Gene, you're on the Run of Fez show. Howdy, boys. Yeah. Happy New Year and all that crap. Hey. Uh, he, shouldn't have paid, he shouldn't have paid that guy's ticket because he's like admitting guilt. Oh, yeah. If they ever go to court, he's screwed. Well, he was guilty. Yeah. yeah he's a careless it. driver, not in control of my vehicle. Man, I hope he, he don't sue you for your cat or something. No, there's no cat. That thing's long dead. You know, the weird thing is, and Fez always runs down Lady Trucker, and now she has... A million miles driving, not one accident. That's the contest she's in. Fez doesn't drive at all. Goes down on what should have been his vacation, became family guilt time, and runs into a guy. I never would have thought this was going to happen. I never dreamed it would have happened. And then I, I know just kept, every time I closed I my knew eyes, it. kept seeing him. I close my eyes. Only to run over Victor on his bike. Um, here's Aaron. You're on the Run of Fish show. This is so obviously cut and dry a case of a big, fat cat New York City guy with tons of money. He's a piece of shit on a bike, an immigrant. Hits him on purpose. Fucking jokes about it with his buddies, and then doesn't even bring it up till later in the show. Because, oh, that's right. I did this funny thing. I almost killed a guy. Ha, 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 ha. What an asshole. He's got no defense against that. Uh, Nate, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. Hey, Fez, I think we probably ought to uh, outlaw cars now, since you can't be responsible with one, right? You could have killed that guy, just like a gun. No, cars have a purpose other than killing. They <laughs> no, do, they do kill, and they do you knock people off their somebody. bites, but they have, an, they have other purposes. I don't you know why you here. don't understand the T-shirt that you quote all the time. The bumper sticker is wrong. There are plenty of purposes for guns. Protection. They stop crime. So no matter what you say about it, you can't say that there isn't a, a, a fucking good purpose for guns. Even in protection, it's still killing somebody. It is not. We've had this discussion. Many times people won't do anything because there's a gun there. So you don't need it. You don't even need to fire it to have the tool work. What don't you understand about that? Because it's, it's a not on the bumper sticker? Because it's a weapon specifically built to kill something. It is a weapon built 
to protect. Protect. I mean, by your way of saying, we really don't need windows and high-rises. They serve no fucking purpose other than for the view. People go out of windows. It happens. Uh, your thing also doesn't make any sense at all because uh, you can see how many people own guns in Westchester without them being irresponsible for them, with them. So really, if we're going to move ahead, we've got to stop doing the cliches back and forth. Particularly if you know we have the abilities to do that, I certainly would like to get into it this year of talking about you know the gun stuff, but I don't want to use it just to repeat stuff that we've seen on HLN. That's stupidity. Um, here's uh, Robert. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey Fez, uh, what's the Marine Infantry? Uh, what's his purpose? He only serves one purpose, and that's to kill. Um, that's it. They're okay. trained killers. This, this is why so I don't want to get, get into this. This is why the cliche thing going back and forth is a fucking soul killer for me. I'd rather we start thinking in the new year. 2013 is thinking instead of repeating. Um, GVAC said, if you would have went to church instead of the movies, God wouldn't have made you hit that cyclist. I do find it interesting that Fez is yelling out, please don't let him be dead, without admitting that, that that's bargaining with God. That's what you're doing, man. That's part of our DNA. Part of our crazy-ass DNA is doing that. Well, if this story is true, and like all Fez's stories, you have to say if. Up for debate. It's another crazy one. I wish Paulo was in the car with him. You know why Paulo wasn't. Yeah, I do. For our Did you tell Paulo that you got in the accident? No. No, I didn't tell Paulo that I got in the accident. Oh. I went lo I was looking he for as soon as like uh, as soon as the guy was back up and sitting on the curb. I was looking for him, and then it was like, then everything was happening too fast with people saying, call 911. And then, like, the car was still out in the middle of the lane. Was he ever, like, knocked out? Um, no. Shane, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, you're already beat I was just kind of curious uh, as to what kind of car Fez was driving. I kind of picture maybe a 1990s Mercury Sable kind of paint peeling and handicap sticker on the mirror. Is that why this guy wasn't tipped off to maybe who actually hit him? Whose car were you driving? I was driving my mother's car. What's, what kind of ride does she have? Very nice Ford Focus, if you must ask. Ford Focus, all, all right. right. <laughs> Things are going well. So what did you pay, Fez, on your thing? Uh, my ticket was $166. And uh, Victor's was like $62 for not having the light on his bicycle at night. I just got this. The bicycle violation is sixty-four fifty. So unless Fez took a lucky guess, he's telling the truth. Shit just got real. All I had was 60 on me. I didn't have like the other 250 to give him. When 
what Victor's doing right now. Well, he was riding his bike to GameStop. Probably just feeling that pool of fucking blood in between his brain and skull. Just waiting for it to pop. I could be murdered, Fez, if that happens. Vehicular. It's murder, too. Yeah, I've thought about it. And then I just want he The paramedics gave him an ice pack for his shoulder that he kept putting on there. And I'm like, what's that injury going to be like in the morning? Like right now, he's saying he's okay and he can move his shoulder. I worry more about the brain stuff. If you get convicted of murder, would you kill yourself? Like you're looking at like 30 years to life. Like and you're awaiting sentencing, right? And then, uh -huh. but, but your lawyer tells you, "Look, man, it's you're gonna fucking do at least 30. I would probably have a heart attack before I went in. You can't count on that. I had a friend who did that, killed himself. Looking at like fucking. What happens? He was dealing, and a kid, fucking OD, died on it, and he just wrapped a fucking t-shirt around his neck in jail. Fuck. That's nuts. To me, it didn't even seem like it was a bad idea when I heard about it. I'm like, well. Yeah, if I was looking at that's over. You know what I mean? Like, no. I don't have to think about that. If I was looking at that long bid, I'd, I'd probably. I'd probably, I'd, I'd, go, I'd go on the lam, and then I would just always have, like, a gun on me or something. So, like, if fucking cops came, I'd just do myself immediately. Say, fuck this. I'm not doing 30 years in prison. No. Fuck that shit. Looking at a little fucking thing, like, oh, look, the leaves are changing. <sighs> I just watched Shawshank Redemption yesterday. Fuck that. Um, Howard, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey boys, Happy New Year's. Um, what town was that where they uh, they listed all the gun owners' names? That was up in Westchester uh, County. Well. well uh, I've got a couple points on that. Number one, if I was to be a criminal in uh, Westchester County, I know the, tar the uh, houses I would target because yeah, they ain't I've armed. I've heard that cliche over and over. But Number here's the two, thing. People don't target houses anymore. If anyone breaks into your house, they're not some fucking skilled thief. They're just a crackhead. There's no thieves out there doing good thief work. Yeah, they're on pills, and they're just, like, desperate, and they, it's a randomly picked. Yeah, they just fucking are walking down the street, they look over, and they go, I'm going to break into that house without even thinking about it. And most of the time, they find them in there sleeping on the fucking couch. There's no... the Anyone who's a thief now does it online. You know what I mean? You're trying to crack like that. But there's no some kind of fucking thieves sitting around because you can't move merchandise the way you used to be able to. A, because it's useless once it's used. No one's looking for a used laptop. <laughs> yeah, and most like tablets and shit have GPS shit in them. Like it, it, It's just not worth it. There's just not shit to steal. Like, if, if you and I just went into some fucking random house right now. Hell yeah. The chances of us finding anything that would be sellable again are fucking s small. You would have to know that the guy has a fucking safe, blah, blah, blah. There's not safe crackers anymore. <laughs> There's none of that shit. The only way that you can get over this, this way, if you're a, a, literally a master thief... Is to be an internet thief, to be some kind of fucking guy. Runs email scams, get some fucking wire money to you or some stupid yeah, shit. Yeah, just try to figure out other people's credit cards, that kind of shit. 
I'll buy a hot flat screen, though. I can use one. Take that one right there. No one's fucking looking at it. We got eight. <laughs> um, here's Bill. Bill, you're on the Run of Fez show. The big ass plan, 825, my buddy. Hey, buddy. Good to hear from you. Happy New Year, Bill. Happy New Year, my buddy. And a prosperous one in 2013 for our Philadelphia sports teams, you know? Well, with Andy Reid gone, anything can happen now. That's true. Hey, uh, Ronnie B., uh, he, he cries at a drop of a dime. I mean, somebody, uh, you know, uh, calls him a name, he's crying. Where did where y'all get a tears for almost killing a guy? Well, the, They were is, there, trust me, this was a week ago. But, um, Fez well, you cries... Still. you got to understand something. Fez cries for himself, not for others. And that comes up, of course, in the for your eyes only. Let's get a hold of Paulo right now. I mean, the fact that he didn't call the guy that he was with and say, could you believe it would happen to me next? A, we know that he does the Polo stuff as an obligation. His penance, so to speak. Um, he is the daily four. The daily minimum of four. What's the smallest that I can send in without anybody bitching? Four. Doesn't go five, doesn't go six, doesn't go, this is a hot day. You get four. Same kind of deal. Four, no more. No, mo no more, no less. Right. Oh, that's already up on the iBank? Here's a fifth then, but it still only adds up to four. All right. We'll see if Paulo even knows about this. I mean, the fact that Paulo can drive around Florida without hitting anyone. <laughs> <laughs> if anything comes up and you're worse than Paulo, you got to say to yourself, what the fuck am I doing? Uh, stuff up on the iBank today. Ten most popular videos. Ten most popular snacks from last year. Also. Hmm. Some good snacks. Great stuff on the iBang. All right, we got Polo. Hey, Paul, your life's a movie. Hi, I'm in a Chinese buffet, if that's okay. Um, Paul, did you know that when you were done with uh, Fez the other night that he ran over somebody on a bicycle? Uh, no, I did not know that. He did not inform me of that. Now, do you think he didn't inform you because it didn't happen? Or he doesn't feel that closeness with you? Well, I mean, we had a very nice time when we met uh, over the Christmas holidays. You know, he was uh, recovering from an illness. What's so nice about running over somebody? It's, it's, well, part. you say it occurred after I met him. So yeah. I would, but he did not inform me. His, because you felt like your obligation to Paul was over? No, because I wanted to get home and call you first, and if I had told Paul about it, then it would be all over the place. But after that, why didn't you call? Because I felt I should talk about it on the air and not have Paul broadcast it first. So you... <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, that's that. Seth has trust issues, and that's understandable. Well, what um, are his trust issues, Paul? Well, I, my point is, is that I'm not pressuring him in any way. I try to make every meeting that we have very pleasant and fun, and just be positive. And Psychologically, what would you say that Fez's big problem is? Uh, 
I think he has a hard time. If you had to name it, what would it, its official name I, be? I don't want to use the official name because it has kind of a negative connotation. I think the thing you need to say is that he has a hard time focusing on anything except his own personal problems. So what happens is... Wow. So he doesn't have any time for your problems. Your problems don't exist to him. I talk to you about your problems all the time, Paulo. You were just hearing that you don't. But that's not the issue. The issue is not important. The issue is that... It would be good for him. I mean, what's the what actual think, name for it, Paul? Jesus, do I have to really say the actual? Yeah, I think you say should. it. Get it out there. Okay, narcissism. Wow. <sighs> Nothing exists out of. Now it's it, it's a clinical thing. I mean, it's really uh, it's like it's like alcoholism. It's a thing that can be treated. I think. But How? I don't know. It, I'm not sure. I mean, it, in a way, he has to be able to better socialize all the time. And I think he's resistant. He hates to socialize. I think he's resistant to it because he really wants to cocoon himself at this stage of his life. Oh. He would to just stay away from anything, anything. Does he, he just want to wrap a bicycle rider around himself and stay warm? <laughs> Again... You know, he did not, he did not, uh, and, you know, and again, he's worried about anybody knowing what's happening in his life. So you're saying that he, he did this, or he's saying that he did this, and yet we all question whether it actually happened. Right, but why do we question it? Why do we think that well, he could be lying? Well, because... Who would lie about this? Pattern. You. Well, I mean, that, that's but why? Question. Why do you ever tell any of these lies? Why did you lie to us so long about the cat, even when we were taking you out to the to the nut hut? Why did you say we're gonna I'm gonna do all these things when I get back from the nut hut and be part of these programs and it didn't happen, or I won't return until I'm prepared to work? I mean, why? None of us can figure out why. There is no logic to it. I mean, I well, don't it, even know if the the story about the way. sister's real. Here, here's the logic. If I were to, if I were to make a guess, and that's yeah. clearly just a guess, I would say that his life is so uneventful because he want, you know, he doesn't want to encounter any real life. Right. That he has to make up life. I see. Interesting. If you had just gone out of the parking lot the same direction I did, you would have seen the whole thing. Right, so back to oh, him again. Jesus. Not about Paul. Oh it's back to him. Well, no, like the narcissist. All, for our ears only oh, so now. You, oh, oh, so in other words, it happened right after we met. That's what he right, said. Yeah. That's, what he, that's what he claims. That's when the fantasy started. You were parked right next to me at the movie theater, and I right, guess we right. left different directions. Right, we did. It was he very... left the reality, and you went off to the la-la land. Yeah, the, the thing is, we had a very nice time, and everything was great. We met. Did did at did he enjoy the movie? He he did. He did. <gasps> See, he told us just the opposite, and he actually wrote this on the iBank that he didn't like the movie at all. I said, Polo, I told you that I said it wasn't my favorite, and about the gunfire. I said the performances were good, but the gunfire is too much. This is your exact words at the time. You you had seen uh, Inglorious Bastards four times, and you liked it a lot, obviously. Yes. You've seen it four times. And you said to me, you're not sure which one now you like better. Wow. Damn, yo. 
I said I, I hadn't mean, made a decision on Django. Oh, no, I mean, let's put it this way. That's weird. I, I mean, it's perfectly acceptable it is? to reevaluate in your head your Django. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not criticizing. You no, you're not way. criticizing. But he is a narcissist, in your uh, opinion. Well, I think, and you lived I with think, a narcissist for a lot of years. I, I mean, did. Do you see any difference between Fez and Gail? Oh, many, many, many differences. All right, I so none. As, I, I don't see Fez as being a very, uh, a, a, a very um, self-destructive. Which Gail no, was. just the opposite. Yeah, I think I think he would really would like, ideally, to be able to to live in a cocoon. The leg is that going was... crazy today. What's that? His leg is just going crazy. I just hearing it the whole fucking time. <laughs> well, his because, cords are rubbing together. Know, oh. Because <laughs> he, he, honestly, I mean, he, he wouldn't be happy in a relationship because he would constantly feel that he was being judged. He doesn't like being judged. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't understand why anybody would make up an accident with a boy's bicycle either. You, why don't you like being judged, Fez? Um, I don't think anyone does. Sure, people no, who go on American Idol, swimmers, divers. They don't like to be judged poorly. Oh, that's not, so you, well, your idea of judgment is judged poorly. Oh, yeah. That's narcissism right there. Why won't his shrink work on any of this shit? Maybe Paul should have sent this to the shrink. This for your eyes only. Yeah. Is there a fucking shrink? Oh my god. Well, my feeling is is that he his, his the biggest thing he needs in his life. He does need someone in his life who's a positive influence. But it's going to be very difficult for anybody to take that role because I that, don't think that that was you, which he I considered can't. was penance. But you see, that's the point is, is that we have to make him understand that we're really, it's really a, 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 a little bit of a long road to get him to be 100%. I like that you say road. <laughs> it's a long road. <laughs> it is. Follow my opinion, you should move in with him. Please. I understand. Caretaker. But as you know, I, I have my own problems. And I, I'm maybe if Fez helped you with them, he would stop being such a narcissist and stop well, rubbing I mean, his black legs together like a cricket. My feeling is that my problems are small to him. They're very small, but they're very. Why can't you see outside yourself, Fez? I guess because I'm just a bad person. No, you're you not. guessing or you are? Oh no, I am. I'm a very bad person. No, no you're not a bad person. No, this makes it about him again by saying that. Because yeah, the word, it doesn't exist outside of him, so he gets to say he's a bad person. No, and, and, and understandable, it does kind of, I mean, believe me, I understand this manipulation technique. It's, it's, it's it is technique. manipulation. It, it is. It is. Because clearly, on the one level, we're trying to help him, but it is a difficult process, and, and he hates this process. He hates it. What would he rather have? If it's up to Fez, what would he rather have? Well, I think, ideally, um, he's envisioning... A By the way, where are you? Jurassic Park? <laughs> it's a fucking raptor <laughs> dead in there. It, it, we went to a Chinese buffet. I, I love Chinese buffets, and that's where I'm at now. We're a Chinese baby. Just fucking <laughs> yelling Chinese out Chinese baby. shit the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
Anyway. Right, Paula, we're going to do, uh, Friday we're going to do our, uh, pick our uh, iBangs uh, movie of the year. And what was yours? You picked it over the... Lincoln. Mm, I saw Lincoln. I did too. What you think? It was all right. What a movie, did, let me just ask you this. Did you see Life of Pi? No, I didn't see Life of Pi. That was a very strange film. Yeah? Yeah. Ang Lee fucking... Ang Lee went in a whole different direction. You never know where Ang Lee's coming from. But there was right. a swerve in this fucking film really? that, that I didn't see coming. Oh, cool. And that's all I'll say. I definitely want to see it now. Because I figure, I mean, when the trailers look kind of straightforward as to what, what, what would happen. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't watch trailers. I try not to watch them. But, Paulo, you didn't like Life of Pi, huh? I, I, like I saw my list. I, I, I'd have to say I was hoping to like it more. I, I appreciate the things that are good about it are tremendously good. The things that are not so good about it are kind of the reason why it shouldn't have been made in the first place. Now, Paul, when you sent us the For Your Eyes Only thing, right, why didn't you yes. want Fez included in that? Because I don't think he needs the pressure of this kind of discussion. This is only, you know, this is not what he needs. He needs but Who it, all I got this? Me, Chris, and it looks like your dead ex-wife. It's a lot of eyes, no, Paulo. My, well, it's my, you know, I'm having a whole bunch of issues with my wife right now. So, um, uh, and, and there's another person. Who are you at Chinese buffet with today? No one. It's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> oh, no. Going out to the Chinese buffet by yourself every day. Got some crab legs, though, dog. Come on, fill up. <laughs> Why would they have crab legs at a Chinese buffet? I've been to really bad Chinese buffets that have crab legs. Does this place have crab legs, Polo? Crab legs are usually the dinner buffet. Oh, I never knew Chinamen to eat uh, crab legs. There's barely any meat in the motherfuckers, oh. but they're there. <laughs> oh, a good China buffet will have a good, good, and the crab legs will go like. like I don't eat a China China buffets. I just don't do it. I know what you're talking about, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> the one I mean, Paulo and I went to had a really, really strong bad seafood smell to it. Yes, I know. I understand. I mean, no, I understand that it probably was wrong of me to, to take him to a place like that. But I, I, uh, I, it's my element. Uh, Sean has a question for you, Paul. Go ahead, Sean. Mm -hmm. Hey, Paul, I was going to ask you, does Django have any chances of winning any awards this year? Actually, I'm finding it's swinging in its direction because it's getting such positive word of mouth right now, right when the voting is taking place, that even though it hasn't really... Do you know what I think is going to be the, the thing that's going to pop out because that is going to be that mm -hmm. Lemiz, and even though I haven't seen it. And I don't know mm -hmm. if I can. But it came out perfect. Everybody's crazy about that girl singing. And everyone's looking at Lincoln going, you know what? I don't know. Well, I understand, and the point is, is that... You're eating right now. You're eating China food. Right. God, it's disgusting. Why don't I let you get back to your lunch? I'm going to talk movies with you on Friday. All right, sir. All right. Uh, let's take a break here. Uh, we need you to go over to the iBang right now and vote for your favorite of the 10 finalists. They win a big prize. Make sure you vote over at the iBang. Um... When we get back, Hicks is going to give out any other stuff that we owe. The football prizes go out yep. when we get back. 
Uh, also, we're going to be doing our TV shows of the year. 42 Times Square picture is amazing on the iBank. One of my favorite 42s ever. It's really cool. Opening movie uh, weekend, Django Unchained is up there. Uh, plenty of crazy stuff to look at. If we get time, I like to go over the snack list with you, too. Oh, yeah. And see the hot chicks. Sexy ladies. Sexy, sexy ladies. Um, These old time square pictures are great. Yeah, they're f fucking phenomenal. The best and worst of the local news is up on the I bang. Just fucking hysterical. Local news blows. <laughs> and it doesn't matter where you are. Like, fucking Albuquerque is no worse than Chicago or New York. Just local news people stink. <laughs> I like this, the shadiness of it. Oh, G-Baby's most anticipated films of 2012 is up. Yep. Cool. He always jumps on that every single year. Uh, we'll get to all that and more, including best TV shows of the year. We'll be right back. It's the Ron Fez Show. Ron Bennington, Fez Wally. This is the Ron and Fez Show. More next. Welcome back to Ron Bennington Interviews. I am Ron Bennington. <laughs> a great guest lined up for you on today's broadcast. Stop. Hey, Pips just put something up on the iBang under hottest ass of the year. And this is always going to be good because it's off world star hip-hop. <laughs> world star is my shit. And this is a guy who lit his girlfriend's ass on fire. Thinking this was going to be somehow cool. Oh, my God. So he's got some lighter fluid on it. There's no volume on this whatsoever? That's a lot of fucking lighter fluid. Come on. Come on. It's coming on. It's going to drop. You put a building down. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's fucking great. You know, the one thing that I used to give black people credit for is they didn't do weird jackass stunts. Oh, that's over. Really. And now you're as dumb, dumb as white people. Quentin is wrong. Oh, man. That was awesome. 
That's, that's a half a bottle of fucking lyre fluid he's pouring on this broad's ass. I don't even know it, but like a woman's la- ass on fire is kind of sexy. I never once even gave that any thought. Whoa. That's great. Do not run away from where the fucking help could be. And why would you just have such a small towel? No one was prepared for an ass being completely lit on fire, engulfed in flames. It's true. That woman's asshole is burnt. Like she was eating fucking jalapenos. Mm-hmm. All right, nice one, Pips. I got some good news, though. What's that? I mean, today, free blooming onions at all fucking Outback Steakhouses. Because the Gamecocks beat fucking Michigan yesterday in the Outback Bowl. <laughs> I'll be there today. What if the Michigan would have won? I think it got like free shrimp or something. But I'm Team Blue and Onion. And according, and, and, we do love a Bloomin' Onion. Yeah, it's the best. And according to Outback, the winner is my mouth. Free Bloomin' Onions for all, <laughs> for all, only on January 2nd. I'll be there. Yeah, but you got to buy a steak or something, right? No, I'm going to buy, as you said, with a purchase. So I'm going to go there, I'm buying a $3 fucking Coors Light, and I'm going to have to get my fucking onion out of here, lady. I fucking love this shit. I'm super excited. I have a nice lunch set up for myself <laughs> after the show. As odd as it sounds... <laughs> This is fucking Hicks's all-time favorite food, Bloomin' yeah, Onion. The Bloomin' Onion. It's fucking delicious. It's a giant fucking well-cut fried onion with some weird horseradish sauce in the middle. I'm there, man. Is that what that is? I've never been able to figure out a Bloomin' Onion sauce. It's like horseradish and ketchup. What could, what's going to be? <laughs> Looks I, like Thousand Island dressing. It's probably it some... Could be. Yeah, it's, it's probably thrown in there, too. So it does seem like you figured it out. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. You're it's, not as inquisitive as you thought. You're right there. That's the flavor profile on the fucking Bloomin' Onion sauce. I also haven't had as many Bloomin' Onions as Chris Stanley. They're delicious. You should try it out. Everyone's had a Bloomin' Onion. Mm. It's a deep-fried onion, so what? It's really good. I like the whole Australian theme. It's nice. They got fucking didgeridoos on the walls. Very excited. All right. I'm going to kill it. Uh, Hicks, why don't you give away uh, some of the prizes you got to give out? Okay, the winner. The winners of the Pick'em and Eliminator pools. All right, the Eliminator pool first. 16 people tied. Got all 17 right. But through process of tiebreakers, the winner... Of the 2012 Eliminator, H Kitty 420. H Kitty 420. Got it. I find that just fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I I was out week two or week three. This per, but 16 people getting all every fucking week, right? That's just, it. Just seems like that should be impossible. It's just so deceptively hard. You pick a winner. With 150 correct picks throughout the season, that comes out to like, I think like 60% correct. And we played with the spread. So this person, this is gambling now. And oh. they, what what was their percentage? It has somewhere like around 60%. That's a huge win. The winner of the pick'em, Screech XM. Screech XM out of almost 3,500 people. That's Hitting 61% is phenomenal because you have to admit... Screech had to bet every game, including the games that you wouldn't bet yeah. if you were gambling. There's plenty of games that when you're gambling, you're like, 
staying away from that shit. Yeah, I'm laying off. But in this, you have to bet. So to hit 61% probably means he could have hit 70-plus if he decided just to bet what he felt were the Screech lockdowns of the week. Screech, I'm loving your locks. And winners of the ESPN pools, check your ESPN message and go to log in ESPN later today, and that's how I'll contact you if you get your prizes. Beauty. Um, hi, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey. What can we do for you? I'm up here in fucking North Dakota. I fucking, because Obama got up there, I saw fucking 500 motherfuckers lose their jobs because they're fucking Obama and Desi doesn't have a fucking clue what it's like being gay. It's bullshit, man. Desi doesn't have a fucking clue. People are losing their jobs because of gay marriage. Fuck you. All right. There we have it. That's true, though. Yeah, marriage is costing a lot of people their jobs. It's broke. Get over to Outback. Thanks, Obama. I don't know how in North Dakota they don't have it there. Jesus. Um, looking up here, and it looks like uh, the Republicans all hate the Republicans and the Democrats all hate the Democrats. Um, Christie's fighting with the Republicans <laughs> because they're not coming up with the Sandy money. That he needs. Yeah, they put the kibosh on that. So, Christy's fucking taking everybody on. Good. He's a mad dog. Well, his big problem is the Republican, uh, what's his name? Boehner. That poor fucker's been through the fucking heat over the holidays. Hell yeah. He's getting gang raped basically like a fucking Indian girl on a bus. Jesus. Yeah. I'm telling you, I feel like just fucking getting on a boat with a tiger and getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> tiger seemed like a good companion. Unless it tried to... Was it? I haven't seen the movie. I'm just going by the trailer. Uh, Chris in Chicago, you're on Running Fez. Well, hey guys, just to keep it maybe back on a lighter note, uh, the reason why the Bloomin' Onion tastes so damn good is because it's widely considered the most unhealthy thing you can order in a restaurant in the United States. Well, I know that just from Chris liking it. <laughs> What's the worst thing <laughs> that's possible I can put inside me? Crack. Burn some is, rock. Is that in crack? Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. How's it going, guys? Uh, I just want to share a hilarious video with you. It's called The Screaming Sheep 3. And we've and already got it up on the iBank, so you're not sharing anything with us. It's there. All right. We're very fucking familiar with it. Who's like sheep? Here's Kevin and Georgia. You're on the fence. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah. Hey, Hicks, I got good news for you. Once the NASCAR season starts, there's a driver named Ryan Newman. He's sponsored by Outback. Every time he wins on Sunday, you eat blooming onions free on Mondays. Um, I guess I'm a Ryan Newman fan for some reason. What have you been waiting for on this? Holy shit. <laughs> Jump all over that, huh? Oh, hell yeah. Does he have a jacket I could buy? <laughs> so I can finally oh, yeah. rock a NASCAR jacket? I don't even know what number he is anymore. I, I don't follow that much, but he's uh, teammates with Tony Stewart. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, and he, if he wins on Sunday, you, you 
Looks they like are pretty damn good, dude. I can't complain about that. Hell yeah, dude. And good for you. Well. Onion is I'm a vegetable. A, I'm a truck driver, so there's very little I eat that's probably good for me. I just, you know, subways this shit. So. All right, fellas, that's it. Have a good day, man. All right, peace. All right. We're going to spend the week doing the best of 2012 so we can get back into this. Uh, and this was a matter of TV. Hicks, are you a big TV watcher? Yeah. I love the television. How about you, Fez? Still watch a lot of TV? No, I, I have not watched as much TV as I have in years before. I used to be glued to it. Now I just I, I stick to a lot of news and or just don't have it on. I know that you stick to a lot of news because you always seem to be up to date on everything. I'm like, that Watley's got an opinion on everything. Fucking rocks it. What is your TV show of the year? If you had to pick one. There's one, my personal favorite show of the year, season two of Game of Thrones from HBO. You are a Game of Thrones guy. Yeah. I'm a... I've never once watched it. What about you, Fez Watley? My favorite TV show then in 2012 was Political Animals with Sigourney Weaver playing the former first lady who's now Secretary of State. Had Sigourney Weaver uh, in here, Ellen Burstyn. I, I wish it had gotten picked up for another run. It was only supposed to be out there for six episodes, and that I, was it. I only saw the uh, first couple episodes, and um, it did not make the iBanks top ten of the year. Uh, did yours, uh, Hicks? Yeah, Game of Thrones. Now, if you really look at shows that I will not miss... Pardon the interruption. I don't understand how anyone could like sports and not watch Pardon the Interruption. It's great. Uh, I think Louie is a must-see TV show. But to do it on an everyday uh, level, Daily Show. Daily Show is the fucking TV show. And you never see it on people's top tens because they think, oh, weekly shows. That's even got to be tougher to do. Yeah. To pull, pull off... You know, four shows a week. Love it. John Stewart's the fucking man. And it's just, it's just, he's just been getting stronger as the years have gone on. Especially in something like an election year. That's always like their fucking bread and butter, him and Colbert. They love it. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. What was the best show of 2012? The best television show of 2012? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Now, the show that you watched, Fez, I had to watch the pilot episode um, because we had those guests on, uh -huh. I never went back to it again. And you're the only person I know who has um, seen those six shows. No one else has ever talked about it. But I'm happy now because Showtime is taking it to me in from the violent time of the year is over, and it's a sexy time of year. Very uh, sexy. Shameless. Um, of course, Californication. Hell yeah. And now I always forget Don Cheadle's show. House of Lies. House of Lies. So that gives me three shows with fucking that will take place. <laughs> oh, the Californication, it's a fucking given. There's that's a fuck fest. <laughs> Just that's an absolute, yeah. That's a fuck fest. It's super sexy. Showtime is so goddamn strong. They're really just fucking stepped their game up in a big way. If I was HBO, I'd be like, while I'm looking over my shoulder for Showtime, they pass me. Although Boardwalk Empire made our list, it was a pretty strong season for all the bitching people have done about it. I still have to catch up on this season. I'm a few episodes behind. Uh, let's go over here to Brad. Brad, what do you got to watch? 
I got to go with uh, Breaking Bad, even though it's almost over. Great season. Uh, Breaking Bad, beloved by people. I watched the first two seasons, and then for some reason, never got back into it. And never had a problem with it. Never thought, oh, I don't want to watch Breaking Bad anymore. I never miss it. Uh, I watched the first season, and I thought mm. it was fucking great. And but like, the, but like the last season, not the one just passed, like season four, or whatever. The season when it really blew the fuck up, and everyone was like, "All right, this show is the shit." Well, we had the guy on with us the first couple of years. Yeah, he's great, and now it's huge. It's one of the, it's one of the biggest shows on. Television. I put this up as one of mine. CBS Sunday Morning is a show I don't miss under any circumstances. The best magazine show, all time. I'm never up for it. I'm usually TiVo. I don't have a DVR. Then don't watch it. I don't think it's for you anyway. There's no fucking stories about blooming onions. Uh, Brad, you're on the Run and Fest show. What do you watch? Hey, Ronnie, it's sound like a million bucks. Yeah. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. You got to go with Sons of Anarchy. I see the stuff all over town for that. Um, all right. By the way. Got this from somebody. Um, looked up Fez's name because you can look up traffic citations. There is nothing for Fez in Pinellas or, or Ellsborough counties. It would be in Pinellas Park, Florida. I'll bring in all the stuff tomorrow. I just told you that you're not on the public record. No matter what you have made up, you're not on the public record. Oh my God! And that is a correct spelling of your thing, and correct birthday. Wow. Uh, David, what TV show best of the year? Hey, Ron says uh, my favorite show is Boss by far. Kelsey Grammer. It's, uh, it's just a bad time slot, I think. It's not getting much traction, but it's a really good show. Well, it's it's very tough to get movement on that Stars channel. And by the way, they're going to do something on Leonardo da Vinci, I think. I saw like a preview. There's going to be a Leonardo da Vinci TV show. Oh, not like a like a History Channel doc type thing? It's, no. Someone's going to play Fuck, like... those things aren't real. History Channel blows, and I'm saying it. <laughs> someone's going to fucking play Leonardo da Vinci? That's... I don't know. They just throw it out. Some kind of a show based on Leonardo da Vinci. Well, Boss was one of those shows after the first episode, they announced it was getting picked up for a second season, and then it just got canceled, like I think within the past month or so. Was it on two seasons? I think it did get a second season. So everything that happened correctly then. <laughs> um, da Vinci's Demons is the show that's going to come on Stars. Send that to me. Okay. I See, I don't think a lot of people get Stars, so I think it's rough for them. Um, Clint, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, buddy. We were talking about it a couple of weeks ago about the ending of Homeland, and they redeemed themselves. Nobody saw that coming. They killed the kids, the vice president's wife, the David Estes. Everybody died. That yeah, was, was I don't know end. if that's redeeming yourself, though. You know what I mean? That's like going out crazy. Yeah, I, you know, sometimes like when they make those big swerves, a swerve has to really count. It's not a swerve for swerve. Uh, sense like if somebody walked in here now and killed Chris Stanley, oh, no one saw that come coming. But how would it help the show? Best twist ending ever, man. I know it doesn't make sense. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez, 
866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Now, the weird thing is, years ago, you did not discuss a lot of TV with your friends. You know, like, if you watched Cheers, you just watched it. Yeah. Now, with the news shows, you are expected to come in and be able to discuss them at length. And also, like, putting people on the shows, because there's so many channels that you're going to miss shit. So it's like, you got to watch this, man. you got to fucking watch the show. That shows suddenly makes you cool, right? Exactly. You're telling people. Yeah, I'm putting them on. I'm like, I told you about that, right? Well, I was right, wasn't I? Like, yeah, like, no, i got to check out this Sherlock show mm -hmm. on BBC. Da Vinci's Demons. I don't even know what it's about, but... Looks like it's about Da Vinci. And his demons, or no? It's the secret history of Leonardo Da Vinci's tantalizing life. Reveals a portrait of a young man tortured by a gift for superhuman genius. He's a bastard son who yearns for legis legitimacy with his father. Mm. Sounds like a good show. I hope he does a lot of fucking drawing. An adventure um, shit. Here's Mike. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron Fez. Uh, I'll figure I'll go with the network show. The premise of it sounded kind of cool, so I started to watch it and really got into it. It's Revolution on NBC. Uh, I watched the first episode... Didn't hate it for some reason. Never got back to it though. Uh, Tom, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, buddies. Ron, I tried to get you to watch this show. I don't know if you ever did. Uh, Girls on HBO. Lena Dunham. I still have not seen it. I ended up Ron, watching it. What you think? Phenomenal, Ron. You'll love it. I didn't like it. What did you hate about it, Hicks? I just I did the girl herself. The Lena Dunham is just a very hateable character. I hated it's Tiny phenomenal. Furniture. Phenomenal show, Ron. It's on par with uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, you are uh, fucking crazy, dude. It's not on par. No, don't ever fucking say that Why shit. Why are you so mad? He's got a different opinion than you. No, but just that's the crazy thing that they're out there. It's on par with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ron, this woman writes it, directs it, stars in it. It's incredibly intelligent humor. I beg you to watch it and give us your opinion. I am going to eventually watch it. As soon as, I don't know, I run out of everything else to do in the world. <laughs> Look who it is, Stalker Patty from Staten Island. Hi, how are you doing? Hello, Patty. Well, I don't have cable, but I do get Eye on TV, and my favorite shows are all on that. It's Numbers, Cold Case, and Criminal Minds. All right, all those are canceled. <laughs> well, I'm watching all the reruns. I know, <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing shows from the past. No wonder you know, your should get married. I didn't have TV for six months, you know? Right. I yeah, understand. I'm really into the, all those criminal-type shows and detectives and stuff. I love it. All right. Uh, all right. I'm glad to hear it, Patty. <laughs> now, somebody, Stephen Tampa wrote this on the iBang, Falling Skies on TNT. I've never even heard of this show. I've seen um, ads for it. It's like a um, possibly post-apocalyptic Earth, and they're like fighting against aliens. I look at the I look at the fucking commercials like this might be good, but I don't know. I just never actually watched it. Is it like After Earth that you uh, Smith fucking <laughs> that in the fucking Oblivion or whatever the Tom Cruise movie seemed like the same thing? I mean thing. Will Smith. No one will ever even fucking correct me on my own show. You Smith. Smith was an old fucking broadcaster. Uh, Shrek Love said she loves all these shows except for PTI she, because she has a vagina. Come well, on. we'll have to take your word for that. You're never showing it off. Um, Come on. It's great. Will Bond's the shit and Kornheiser's a drunk. No, I do. I like that show. <laughs> what the hell is Lori? Lori. 
Oh, I guess it's from the zombie thing. Oh, um, Walking Dead. Louis should be getting more love on this show, too. Louis had a great fucking year. Uh, Will, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, dude. Eastbound and Down, season three, fucking phenomenal. Was that your favorite season? Yeah, the first one was probably the best, but season three, it, it brought it back onto, onto another level. Although I liked the Mexico year, too, though. I fucking cracked me up. <laughs> Dude, it's a great show. It is. It's a great character. Awesome. But I, I really did want them to stay in the bigs. So oh, the thing, but they're doing a season four. I know. Something they said they would never do. Uh, Dan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I liked uh, Veep. I thought that was a really good show. Man, I tried watching that fucking show a couple of times. No. I love Veep. I thought Plenty. it was one of my favorites. I thought finally we get Elaine Bennis uh, uh, using the F word. I mean, finally. You always wanted that? No, it just makes her all the more funny. The more uncomfortable she is, the so, more adorable she is. The more the, the F word is funnier? I need more sponges, Jerry, before we fuck. <laughs> Prepped. Interaction. Now, you don't want to just stop and, you know, you're going down now. Keep it going. Uh, Amber, you're on the manifest show. I love Honey Boo Boo. I hate you for even saying that. <laughs> it's awesome. No, it isn't. They eat spaghetti with ketchup and butter. <laughs> yeah, they are you. It's like looking in your own mirror. <laughs> it sounds like Fez watches a lot of TV when he's and he watches all the shows that no one else sees. I haven't. Like I, he loves the Veep. And what's the other one? That, oh, you loved another Vice President show? Oh, yeah, the other Vice President show, uh, Political Animals. He just watches shows about Vice Presidents. Wow. What else are you watching? The Joe Biden Variety Hour? <laughs> <sighs> I'd watch that show. Biden. Well, I did Biden the, my time. I did love the Parks and Rec with Joe Biden on it. That was a great episode. It's, 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 the, it's the only thing on Thursday night. It's the only part of the Thursday night lineup that I was still watching. Well, I watched the whole fucking Thursday thing. They're all heading out. But I never turn off Parks and Rec. Office is heading out now? Is, is there, yeah, the they're all done episodes? at the same time. Uh, I'm gonna Firing to, the whole night. I'm going to check back in. They had the Office on reruns, like the first few seasons. Mm -hmm. I fucking really liked that show. It really broke my heart how much I turned on it. Do you like it better than the English Office? No, but those first two and a half seasons of the, of the American Office I thought were fucking great, though. I couldn't even watch it the first couple of years because I liked the English Office. And then I finally, I think when they started showing it on, like, reruns, I started catching it. I'm like, this show isn't so bad. And then I'm like, I'm going to watch it on regular nights. And then it started blowing. But I'm still stuck into it now. <laughs> I'm going to check back in to see how they end it, though. I, I want to see. Just because I fucking... I heard that they're going to... The documentary is going to come out. That's great. We don't know. Well, I think, in theory, I think it could See, be See, here's the thing. You and G-Baby, you will anticipate greatness <laughs> and give out the thing then. <laughs> we'll have to do his list of things that he can't wait to see. But I normally wait until I see something before I yell out, that's great. <laughs> I want it to be great. 
even though I've been shitting on it for like five years now. Fez, you ought to bring up some of these shows sometimes that we don't know that you watch. Yeah. <coughs> Maybe there's other listeners who do. <coughs> uh, here's Eric. You're on Run Fez. Hey, what's up, Doug Lowe's? What? What can we do for you? Uh, Boardwalk Empire, I want to say. Best of the year. It was a very strong year for them. Very strong year. Bobby was fucking amazing. That guy's just fucking great in general. He is. Nick, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, what do you guys think of Dexter? Um, I still watch it. It drives me crazy, but I still watch it. Here's, uh, here's our buddy Coke Logic. Logic. Hey, guys. Yeah. Wow, oh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Probably their strongest season. What's really funny about that show is I either absolutely love it and actually laugh out loud, which you don't, or just be like, why am I watching this shit? I have such a, <laughs> I don't, and I think they're doing the same thing one week to the to the next, so it's more me. But I normally have a problem when everybody has the same personality, which they do on that show. Everybody has the same delivery. Is this, this was the season where um, Mac got fat, right? That Was that this season? No, that was last season. Oh, I'm way off then. I'm an asshole. But it is a funny show. They are funny people. There's no doubt about it. But they can drive you fucking nuts. Uh, Brian, you're on the Run and Face show. Hey, yeah, I just wanted to uh, defend Girls. Girls is a great show. You really should give it a chance. It's fantastic. Someone um, told me it was great. I gave it a chance. I watched the whole season. I watched the whole first season over break. And I just it didn't. Well, you just weren't into it, huh? I, I wasn't feeling. She's just so fucking hateable. She's just really just a shitty character. I don't like her. My biggest problem is that I saw her in fucking Tiny Furniture. And I went to see that movie, right? Yeah. Nobody else in the theater but us. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. And one of the other girls. Was there a British girl in, in that movie? No. Oh. Were you lying about shit? No, no, no. Fucking, uh... You lie about everything? Don't lie about anything. See, this is how... You know what I mean? Rather than just give opinions back and forth, you got involved. Jemima Kirk. Yeah, she was in Tiny Furniture. Like, focus. And she's also in... You love that show, huh? No, I don't. You gotta watch Tiny Furniture, then. I'm... I don't know. I don't think I like Here's a show that didn't show up on our top ten, and I think it's ridiculous. Portlandia. It's just... That starts up again this week. Yeah, Friday. Two episodes. And and nobody from the staff had it on their list. I love Portland. Yeah, that's a fuck up. I'm, I'm sorry. You could be part of this. It's a good show. They had the Christmas There's no show. vice presidents in it, Fez, but I think you would love it. What do you mean they had a Christmas show? I didn't say it. It was, it was no one? Yeah, it was a Christmas show over the uh, break. Thanks for calling me. All right. Uh, Randy Rog agrees with you um, that girls is bad. But that fucking poster, Ready Rog, I guess is, is so wrong about everything and so stupid that I can't believe I'm going to say, now I'm going to give girls a chance. You should. I fucking, I don't know, I, people seem to really love it. It's, devi it's a divisive show. It is a divisive show. Uh, Alsfeld Junkie um, said House of Cars starring Kevin Spacey premieres on Netflix. Um... February 1st, all 13 episodes released same day. Well, we're talking about last year, dude. Come on, man. Tomorrow's all going to be on a movie. Um, here's Don. Don, you're on my face. 
Hey, Ron. Hey, Scarf. Hey, man. Um, I, I think the reason that Louie's not getting enough love on, on this fucking uh, ballot, this uh, vote, is because this season he was more creative and doing shit just kind of fucking weird. Like, you know, it, the fact that his wife was black and the two kids are white. You know, some people just don't get that shit. Well, first of all, I mean, I doubt that very much, but I, I'm, I would say that Louis had probably higher levels than he even did the first season. Um, the episode with Melissa Leo was easily the best episode of TV last year. Period. Lock it up. Give her whatever fucking Emmys and awards they have out there. I don't know whether they still have the cable ace. But I would give her one of those. No, you can't even find a cable award. I'd give her an Obie Award for Off-Broadway. Nice. I'd give her a Pulitzer Prize. She didn't write anything, though. I mean, she she was in the episode. Exactly. What? First time ever. (laughs) A Pulitzer Prize for acting on episodic television. (laughs) Uh, We have a list of who picked what as their... Um, show of the year. Boston Globe and Hollywood.com both picked Louie show of the year. Nice. Mad Men was picked by Vulture um, and also Hollywood.com. That doesn't make sense. And IndieWire. Like Homeland was picked by Entertainment Weekly, HuffPo, uh, The Guardian, The Age, and also Hollywood.com. I got to get somebody on this because we're just giving out Hollywood.com constantly. It's like we don't care. Uh, and Breaking Bad, Washington Post, Daily Beast, NPR, Jesus. Metacritic, Complex, Space Magazine, Hollywood.com again, AV Club, Collider, Film School Rejects, Newsday.com, Washington Post, AFI, and College Humor. That's pretty fucking big. And, of course, Hollywood.com. They're great. Who gives something out to everybody, no matter who they are. Hollywood.com. They have a lot of opinions on that site. Apparently, we put every one of their opinions up. Um, Nate, you're on the Run of Fest show. Whoops, try again. Hey, Ron, yeah. that, uh, that football life on the NFL Network, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. And uh, they, they did one with the 95 uh, Cleveland Browns. It was crazy to see all those guys and how nuts they were ripping that uh, stadium apart before they left. Yeah, I watch, I watch Football Life, too. Uh, it's a good show. It's got a lot of old stuff. I don't know whether I would call it you know, one of the ten best. But it is very, very watchable. Um, Bill, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, how's it going, Ron? Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, Suits on USA. I've never seen this, Hicks. I don't know what Suits is. Just guys wearing suits? Like a men's warehouse fucking sitcom or something? Sounds fucking good, dude. (laughs) Seriously, I would watch that. I think it's a con man turned lawyer show. I know Hollywood.com has given it the number one show of the year. Shit, Hollywood. As they do everything. We're Hollywood.com. Everybody's a winner. They're hedging their bets, man. They're just fucking covering the field. No, they are. (laughs) Why are we hedging their bets for them, though? Uh, East End Rob, you're on Run and Fez. Hey, Ron. Hey, Scarf. Hey, Scarf. Hey, Scarf. Hey, Scarf. Hey, Scarf. Hey, Scar
Ron, I'm surprised uh, you haven't brought this show up yourself. Uh, Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant, produced show on HBO earlier in the year. Life's too short. <clears throat> Funny as shit. Well, I didn't bring it up because we're talking about the best of the year. Gotcha. Now, the Ricky Gervais parts, I thought, hysterical. The rest of it, uh, I get it. The guy's short. He's major. I don't know. Maybe if I lived in England, it would be better for me. Well, that just got huge heat from what? Uh, it was uh, Giant Depp being on it. Just the, the cameos fucking blew it up. They killed. They yeah. killed, though. Yeah. They were Liam funny Neeson. as shit. Yeah, Liam Neeson. Liam yeah. Neeson was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, yes, it was all good. <laughs> but those were all the Gervais parts. Yeah. Less Leprechaun. Mm-mm-mm. Here's uh, Mike in Florida. You're in manifest. Hey, I think the best show that's been on TV for the past several years is the Peep Show. It's a British sitcom. It's uh, but it's not on broadcast TV. You got to catch it on like YouTube or Hulu, Hulu, or uh, uh, Netflix. And what's but, it about? Because I don't know this show either. It's kind of a Seinfeld, but set in uh, London. And it's two guys that were roommates in college, and they're still kind of losers, yet now they're 30, and they're constantly getting and losing girlfriends, and it's uh, it's fantastic. And I don't know how Coleman hasn't got better play. It, and I loved Extras with Ricky Gervais. Yeah. And it's every bit as good as that. As that. I peeped now, is the name of it. Peep. P-E-E-P. See, Peep. Fez was yeah. going to watch it because he thought it was called Veep. But this is Peep. All right. There's no I'm gonna politics look, at all in, in this one. I'm going to look into it. I'm going to look into Peep. Um, here is uh, Ray. You're on the Run Fez show. Lost you. Here's Perry. You're on the Run Fez show. Hey, guys. Um. I'll have to say American Dad and Family Guy. Um, Perry, I love it. I love Perry, it. Perry, hang up your phone. <laughs> hang it up. Really good. Flagpole Sitta is the theme song to Peep Show. Let's play a little bit of it then so I understand what it sounds like. Let's see how the theme plays out. Hello and welcome to another episode of Peep. The British Seinfeld. <laughs> Fuck Seinfeld. What's the deal with these people? All right, I just looked up Peep. Hollywood.com calls it the show of the year. Shit. This fucking show's doing great. All right, the editor just sent me a note and said, why hasn't Fez spoke up about the Hollywood.com? 
this was his contribution. But he th- doesn't like to talk during the show. You like to talk after? Uh, yeah. What are you going to be saying to us after? Uh, I'm not sure yet. What do you think it's going to be about? Um, Hollywood.com? Yeah, uh, Hollywood.com. It's their different critics picking different things. Well, we should only have it from one thing, not each person, though. If we're going to put this up, if this is what the best of the year is, they have to come to a definitive thing. Like, all three of us had different favorite shows. Game of Thrones. But they're all not going to be able to fucking go under the Ron and Fez banner. Ron and Fez is Pepper Hicks. <laughs> Fez didn't even make our top ten, and it's his favorite. That should have snuck in. All right, Frankie wants to back up the peep. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that show, Peep Show, is hilarious. It's like five years old, and, it, and it's all done point of view. So it, it can be a little hard to watch sometimes. That sounds annoying. But it is hilarious. I certainly don't like my uh, point that way. <laughs> no POV uh, sure action. All right, thanks. Um, here's Brian. You're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, what's up, Brian? Hey, uh, I got a show. Uh, it's on BBC America. Uh, you can also cut it on Netflix. It's called The Inbetweeners. It's fantastic, man. It's smart and funny. All right, we'll have to check it out. BBC seems like they have a lot better. All right, Hollywood.com uh, is going with their best of the year. What, really? Yeah. Ron? Um, yeah, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, uh, yeah, I just got into Downton Abbey. It's on PBS. I, it runs on a, over in uh, England as well, but it's, um, I think season three is getting ready to start on January. Uh, I could I never watch this show. It's I, huge. I, it I, seems huge, though. Yeah, with women, but I don't care if the maids are having one story. What I don't like classism. It drives me nuts. That's what it's about. I, just, I had no idea. I just know, and I I call it Downtown Abbey. I know it's Downton. That's weird. Well, it's just about fucking butlers. Yeah, and fuck who's that. ever upstairs? Oh, fuck that shit. She has a huge cast. Yeah, well, you're going to use a huge cla- cast if you break a femur bone, too, but that don't make it good. <laughs> cast of people. Actors. British are weird. This is their most successful TV show since Brideshead Revisited. Another show about castles? Yeah. Oh, fuck. No thanks. I don't remember Brideshead getting visited in the first place. I didn't even know it was a place. But give girls a shot because uh, some people fucking love it. Like people called up, but I just hated it. Sounds like you loved it. Nope, disliked. That Lane of Dumb's hot shit right now. Fizz, how'd you come back from Tampa and not tell me that John Rock and Roll Anthony passed away? I didn't know John Rock and Roll Anthony passed away. I thought they would be going crazy about it down there. Somebody just sent that to us. 
I had no idea. Apparently he'd been sick for a while. Where was the last place he was at down there? Um, Maybe Mix. I, n- I never thought he worked there. Mix 96? Where did he work most of the time? Um, Wasn't it Q105? I thought it was FLZ all those years. Was it FLZ? could be. I'm having trouble remembering. He was at FLZ till 2003. Um, terrible news. It's awful. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Paul in Virginia. You're on the Rock Fest show. Yeah, you're on the air, dude. Hey, Ron Fez, what's going on? Hold on for one second. Matt, Boston, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, what's up, boys? Sounding like a million bucks, as always. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, anybody, that's, any, anybody with a pair of testicles that is calling up to defend the showgirls deserves to have them clipped. Like, it, I, I gave it a run. I, I gave it the first season trying to figure out what the hell was going on with this like I, I don't know. It was a girl I would never want to be around. Most of the girls on that show, and it's called girls. Oh, they're all terrible. All three of the oh, the lead actresses—they're just really bad. Oh, they're, they're awful. They're, they're just awful. And I, maybe maybe it's because so it's I'm boys from, against the girls, you know, right? Suburban Boston, <laughs> and not from New York, so maybe I don't get these girls. But it is awful. That mongoloid that 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 the lead that the lead girl like ends up banging all the time. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I, She's I banging a mongoloid. He comes off as autistic. A, yeah, I, I apologize. Not not to offend anybody. It, it, he too comes late. off as a mongoloid. <laughs> Much too late. It's just right. awful. Just awful. Don't now I feel like I gotta watch it. <laughs> Uh, let's take a look before we get out of here and see what was the best of all the three o'clock snacks. Top ten best uh, snacks. Number ten, girls in tiny bikinis. How could that be tenth? That's tenth, man. These are some tiny fucking bikinis. Man, they're not big. Not at all. Number nine, girls in black. Oh, it's hot. Oh, yeah. Eight, body painters. The body paint. Oddly sexy. Because you can pot, see a nipple, maybe some vagina lip. But it's the thing of being naked and not being naked. Uh-huh. That's the weird thing about body paint. It's still kind of clothing. It's weird. Painted clothing. Uh, number seven, girls in red. Very sexy. Number six, don't forget the little guys. Small-breasted women. Love it. Number five. Short shorts. Hot. Who wears short shorts? Girls wear short shorts. Volleyball comes in at number five. The great oh, yeah. volleyball ass shots. Well, we were all caught up in that all summer. That was number four, excuse me. Number three, emo girls. People love emo girls. Coming in strong at number three. Yeah. You gotta have dat- tats and glasses. Very, very sexy. Tats, glasses, fucking piercings. Tats, glasses, and look like something horrible happened at home. <laughs> I mean, you do want a girl that there's nowhere for else for her to go. Now, that's like a she weird... She can't get out of this situation. Weird, bad, die job. And then number two, 
girls on all fours. Doggy uh, girls. Yeah, that's right. And number one are the best three o'clock snack. Camel toe. <laughs> Camel that's toe. number one? That's number one. Not exactly classy. <laughs> it's because you're seeing a vagina, but not really seeing. Hollywood.com calls it the fucking picture of the year. Hot. All right, those are all up there if you want to get part of it. Are we doing voting on it, too? Yeah, let's vote on it right now. All right. I'm Wait, can, oh, we, oh, we those go back are the original, those original posts with the votes. Oh, okay. I thought you had to vote on it. Because I wouldn't pick Camel Toe as my favorite. All fours is really strong. That's I think the number 10 with the fucking teeny bikinis. That was sexy. Hey, Matt, you're on the Run Fest show. Ron, how you doing? Uh, you got Down Abbey all, all wrong. It basically, it's anti-class. The whole, you know, they have uh, they show how ridiculous the high class was at the time. So, you know, they, the guy who was supposed to inherit the place, he died with Titanic. So it's supposed to go to a lawyer who at the time, being a lawyer then, was considered a joke. And it's, it's, it's brilliant dialogue. The same guy did... Um, what was it that uh, Gosford Park wrote it? It's a great show. You gotta give it a shot. I just can't imagine. I can't imagine I could put up with it. It's it doesn't. It's not what it looks like. That's all I can say. I'm a 22 year old kid. I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, well, you might be gay though. I'm not fucking. <laughs> you know, I don't know anything. Watch your gay. I mean, they're days. young gays, right, Fez? Yes, they're all right. So they're young yeah, gay people. This, does this guy sound gay to you? He sounds. He sounds gay. All right, right. there you have it. There you have it. This guy's fucking gay. He's trying to gay me up by getting me to watch this. Hey, watch. Hey. All right, that's good. Did you see the way he said hey, Buzz? No. Like hey. 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 Rhymes with gay. Charlie Sheen knows what to call him. Um, let's go over here to Lou. Lou, you're on the Run and Fest show. Hey, guys, there's a show I found in Australia called Rake. It's, uh, it's unlike anything I've ever seen. He's a criminal prosecutor, but he's totally immoral. He's, he's really the definition of a rakey. He fucks anything with two legs. He's, uh, completely, uh, immoral, completely, uh, just base, base character, but it's, it's wonderful. It's totally unpredictable. Keeps you on the edge of your seat. Uh, it's hard to find. You can watch it on DirecTV. You can download it, but it's called Rake, and, and I think it's my favorite show of the year. All right. Wow. I've never heard of it before. I'm going to look into it. What is a rake? Tell me the truth. my hair look weird? I like it. Okay, good. Soon it'll be filled. <laughs> 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 Not focusing? Like to watch that? Watch, watch the screen? Off the screen. In a room. You get back into it. Oh, that's the best ever. Mm-hmm. Is that the famous actress? It looks like... Yeah, it's it, that's her. Yeah, it's Tomei. That's Marissa Tomei. That's Marissa Tomei. Why the fuck is she down on all fours with her ass up and tits out? I don't know. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Head on over to the iBank for some of this. You gave out all the prizes you need to give out, Chris. 
All the prize winners have been given out. If you won the pool, if you're Screech XM or HKD420, check your ESPN account so I can get your prize out. Please, check your ESPN <laughs> account. That's how I'm the only way I can fucking contact you. And I want to give you a prize. This is all from last year? Yes. Come out with your hands up. <laughs> and the finalists are up for the holiday photo album, so you have until Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time to vote for who's going to win that grand prize. I might vote for the girl with the really needs her hair combed. I love the little girl that's uh, just got her head. She's kind of standing on her head while everybody else is working. It's hard even to get around the eye bang right now. People are pounding it. Riding that shit. Yeah. It's like the fucking Sandy storm all over again. Oh, no. They never said how much they raised from that concert yet, huh? I haven't seen anything about it. So I'm guessing it was all just embezzled. No. That, no, that's, that's, no. My, that's my prediction. No, that's not. Is there any way I could bet on that? No. <laughs> Nothing for the Sandy uh, relief people, though. They're calling it a cool knife in the back. Yep. Breezy point, baby. You remember that shit, huh? Yeah, fuck them. That's what they're saying now. God damn it. All right, guys. See you back in here tomorrow. It's a new year. And that's the end of my show. Donk. Donk.